giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big husky kid. I put powder on my sack, I get bisquick. That, you can like make that, a pancake out of my... That's a problem you got. I'm not that sweaty down there. I'm adjusted to this temperature. I'm ready to go. Like a hot, little hot bone. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. re rocket. Yeah. yeah. Time to penetrate your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> oh, yes. You know what day it is. You know what day it is. Tell them about it, JoJo. It's a game of inches. Ask the cocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Wild Card Wednesday, baby. Here we go. No Common Man today. Jen Winters is in for Common Man, as you can gather. Sorry about that. Panama Ted is... Also with us. Lots to get to today. We'll go on campus 448. We'll, we'll do lots of your wild card Wednesdays as well. And uh, Psycho of the Week. Yeah. Couple, couple good nominees this week. <laughs> we, <laughs> I actually kind of want to start with Psychos of the Week, but I, we can't. They're 534. Okay. We have some good ones, though. Um, so we'll get to that later on in the show. But Jen, did you have a good day yesterday? Good evening last I did. night? I, I'm trying to remember what I did. Yeah, that's usually a good uh, yeah. sign for your evening. Is when oh, you I, remember, yeah, I went to a couple of stores and got stuff in preparation for going to the memorial. Oh, yeah. Like buying like sunscreen. Yeah, sunscreen's good to have. Um, like short pants. Oh, sure. Yeah. Short, <laughs> short pants. Is that what we're calling shorts now? <laughs> well, short like pants? they're capris. Oh, capri so pants. I see. Gotcha. Yeah, nobody needs to see me in shorts. Well, that's fine. I'm just yeah. saying. So you're going to be out there. I'm going to be out yeah. there. The shows are all going to be out there. Panama Ted is going to be stuck here. I think Ted's I think okay Ted's with that. Ted's going to be fine with that. You like, though, golf. And you do like going to yeah. golf courses. You went golfing this past weekend yeah, with did. people and humans. Yes, I did. Yeah. Lots, of, lots of famous people. Lots of people on this radio station. You guys went out there and had some fun. But So I, do you miss going out to the memorial? Because now you have to be back here running it while we're out there having fun tomorrow. Yeah, I don't mind going out there. It's a great time. I, it's been several years since I've been out there, but um, you know, I'm I'm fine here in the nice air conditioning. It's going to be. Uh, some people might say too hot, too hot <laughs> out there for some people, but you know, I I do enjoy going out there. It's a great time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's going to be fun if you're heading out there. Maybe you're already out there. I think what practice round today. Well, I'm the guessing proam was today. Pro-Am, and like that's some right. of the names on that proam list were fancy. I didn't see it. Who's out there? Uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, okay. Um, Peyton Manning, Steph Curry. Peyton Manning's usually there. Steph Curry, I know, I think he's been there in the past. I could be wrong, but I, I saw we so. saw yesterday there were some some things about Steph out on the practice, on the practice screen, screen, so it kind of gave it away that he would be there. Yeah, I think Chris O'Donnell was there too. Oh, okay. And Luke Bryan. Oh, all right. Yeah. Country so, country, country music, music artist guy. Yeah. And um, my he- wife says he can't sing. He can't, but uh, he's that's not very me attractive. saying it. That's not me saying it. That's my wife saying it. I find it. him attractive, and then he starts talking, and I'm like, "Please <laughs> shut your mouth, um, and just make, just you know, just look attractive and don't say anything." Jen, are you a fan of country music in in many, or in like most ways? Maybe not all. Like I'm sure there's temporary pop country music is trash. That's not that's not your thing. No, I get it. But, but like George Strait, George Strait, he just headlines. Yeah, he just just at, at Ohio Stadium. At Ohio right. Stadium. I mean, that's old school country. Yeah. Um. I mean, the Highwaymen. You really can't go wrong with Chris Christopherson, Willie Nelson, Johnny okay. Cash. 
So see, as long as I Loretta mean, Lynn, we talked about her yesterday. Loved her. This uh, is Patsy something Klein. I have a beef with Common Man on because he's one of those people who says I listen to everything, he, and then I'll doesn't. say, "Well, do you listen to country?" And he'll go, "No." And I'll say, "Do you listen to hip hop?" He's like, "Absolutely not." And that, and I like hip hop, right? Too. I do too. So I'm, I feel like you have to listen to you have to now maybe polka. We draw the line there. <laughs> Right? right, like we do have to draw the line. Yeah, like, I mean, I, you can't listen to every single thing. Apologies if if you're you, you know, know what? in the polka if community. You have I'm some, sure you're very nice. If you've got some polka music that that slaps, as the kids have said, <laughs> I don't think they say it anymore. <laughs> but they one time said they, that. Yeah. Um, if you know of polka, that's good. But see, I like ska. I, I love feel like ska. ska and reggae and things like that are not far away They're from not. polka music in the sense of they have that up. Tempo. There's an up-tempo yeah. thing with other like organy type instruments going on. I feel like an accordion is a portable organ, essentially, in some ways. Is it yeah, not? It is. Yeah. It is. There's a lot of I don't know the I don't know a better way to say this, so I'm just gonna say this. There's a lot of pumping going on yes, with an organ. Lots of pumping. There's a lot, like an organ, oh. there's a lot of you know, valves and such and whatever, and uh-huh. you gotta let the pressure out and you gotta change some things. And I feel like with the accordion, isn't that what you're doing? Yes. You're, Moving air through it's a, like a bagpipe, a, a bagpipe, you have to do the same yeah. thing. I feel like all those instruments being very different are somewhat in the same relative field. Is that wrong? No, it's not wrong. Okay. I did. I did blow common man's mind one time. It was a, about a month and a half ago. You guys were talking about Garth Brooks. Yes. And I saw Garth Brooks in concert. Sure. Because it was a college thing. Everyone had like his greatest hit CD. Okay. And on a night hanging out with friends we found out he was playing that little residency at the schottenstein center oh. it was in like 2016 i didn't even know this was a thing how long was he at the shot for i it missed was that like, completely it was like two or three weekends in a row he played the shot i don't know i don't even remember yeah. this happening wow and, okay and it was tickets all of the tickets were the same price it was like 55 dollars. so if you had front row tickets you spent $55. If you were in the last row of the nosebleed, you spent $55. That's good. And so six of us decided, yes, we're going to go. And it was so much fun. And I know I, I lose a little bit of my street cred for saying that, but it was fantastic. Why? If you like Garth Brooks. It was so much fun. Enjoy Garth. Garth Brooks is great. Well, and like we only knew the greatest hits. And there were people who were legit there for like everything. And I felt kind of bad because we were very inebriated. Ah, I and see. we were just causing a scene. But it was so much. It was like going to a Jimmy Buffett concert. Yeah, that's that what I could feel. Like I could feel like that would be a good party time. sort of thing. And um, the next day, it was this was a Saturday night. The next day, non sports Matt and I drove to Cleveland mm. at like seven o'clock in the morning. We were probably still inebriated, but. Well, Don't do not. that, kids. Not, an, not inebriated. Probably the, like little, maybe little, just, just feeling very the, hungover. Yeah, there you go. And then we went to game one of the Cavs versus Pistons playoff game. Oh. Where, and that was the beginning of the Cavs winning the whole championship. Oh, is that where you get your photo taken where, by Sports Illustrated? Because yes. you guys were sitting courtside yeah, we or whatever? we were sitting courtside, and we were like, it, it was like the best weekend ever, but I don't remember much. I see. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, see, I uh, this is a thing that I find interesting is where you're like, yeah, we were we were partying one night with Garth Brooks. The next night, we were up courtside at a Cavs I game. I got my picture taken with Timothy Mozgov and, and Matthew Delavidova. Yeah, that's so right. it was awesome. By Sports Illustrated from across the... Stay, like, well, no, we met oh, them. Oh, you know, you met them. We okay. met them. I thought you um, meant you just were in the photos. But I was in the photo uh, in the Sports Illustrated commemorative issue. But yeah, and then, you know, we 
when we had these really high tech lights on our wrists that lit up and stuff like that. And then at the Cavs game or the Garth? Oh, okay. I thought it was a Garth thing. No. See, because you know what? Now that you say this, is that when Trisha Yearwood would have been talented? Weren't oh, we talking was, about Trisha Yearwood? I believe she, oh yeah, back then in twenty sixteen. That's probably that's probably what we. I do remember Garth was in town. I didn't know it was a residency where he was here multiple weekends, but I remember talking about Trisha Yearwood. And I was so excited that Trisha Yearwood came out. She sang the song for her cooking show that I love. Oh right! I started crying. <laughs> You know what, though? Oh, I know that. I, I get it. It's We've all had that moment. It was, yeah. You know, I found out there's a, and we're just, by the way, it's Wildcard Wednesday, oh, yeah. so just so deal with just, the fact we're sorry. just, we're off to the races here on Wildcard Wednesday. Yeah, I like to derail things. That's fine. Um, no, but I found out, because I've, I've had that moment where I've been in crowds at like a concert and I felt like almost been brought to tears. And I'm like, this yeah. is so beautiful or amazing. Why am I feeling this way? This is, I, I'm, I'm, because not necessarily like the song is poignant. It's just, the crowd is just so into the music it's and the a music great is, feeling. Right. And scientists, I forget the name of this, but scientists have studied this and they said there is some kind of like thing that happens when humans are in a big community or group of people yeah. where they feel like this broader sense of connectedness to the people when oh. they're in a big room and there's a shared experience. Like I guess if you were watching a meteor and everyone was there to watch the meteor go by you would feel this same type of feeling. It's not just related to music. It's, it's like you euphoric. Could, yeah, it's a euphoria. It's like an over... And they say that they don't exactly know why this is, but they think it has something to do with, you know, communal vibes being good for the survival of a of a human population in an area. If everybody feels good and they feel connected, then when, like, the woolly mammoth comes to destroy, I don't know, whatever would have destroyed <laughs> them, like, then they would have, like, banded together easier because they would feel that connection from other moments in life so they think this was actually beneficial to us as we started to become human and all that stuff so i don't know i just know that i've gotten the chills before at concerts and apparently science some scientist was like i'm going to study why that happens and that's what it is it's so cool there's actually a little phenomenon they believe happens for all humans i didn't know this i really really like that anyway wild card wednesday uh (laughs) code monkey's trying to get us in trouble he tweeted my guy and my gal uh, what do I have here? That's, I wasn't off to a great start with that. Let's, Let him live. That's better. There you go. Uh, he said, what's the fastest you've oh. driven and the fastest you've been a passenger in a car? And then he said, why haven't you broken a hundred in your Mustang yet? Well, first of all, who says I haven't? I haven't, but who says <laughs> I haven't also, um, I don't know what your answer is on this. Uh, yeah. The, the fastest I've driven a car was I have gotten a vehicle up to 110 miles an hour, and that vehicle was a Rolls Royce. Whoa! Yes, when I worked at. Must I worked. Be nice. Well, <laughs> that's right. It was uh, this morning on the way to work. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no. That's uh, that's not true. No, I did drive a Rolls Royce over 100 miles an hour on 270 with a person from Rolls Royce sitting in the car with me when I worked for BMW. They took some of our customer reps who talked to rolls-royce customers they brought four rolls-royces oh out God. and they said you guys talk to rolls-royce customers which we did we answered their calls we took their car payments among other things and we helped them figure out how to like get the umbrella out of their door because there's an umbrella oh, in the door right. all this kind of stuff and so they said you should know how this stuff works you should sit in these cars and experience them at least once so you can say that you are familiar with the product Holy cow. so they brought four cars out they had us drive all over columbus in them and we all were we're driving up like a uh drop head coupe rolls royce phantom like all these different 
amazing cars. Convertible Rolls Royce, extended wheelbase that's like longer than an F-250, all these different cars. And so then at one point we get on the freeway and I'm sitting with the guy from BMW North America and he says, when we get on the exit ramp or on the entrance ramp here to the freeway, I want you to gun it to the bottom of the ramp and don't lift. Just see how fast. And we got up to 110, just straight shot off Tuttle, off Tuttle Mall. Like when you get on 270, going north up towards like around Dublin up to Sawmill. That's where it was. And he said, if you get a ticket, we'll pay. So that was you. Yeah, it was me. Yeah. If you saw a Rolls Royce doing 110 (laughs) and it was literally that quick. almost ran me over. It was that quick. It was like right off. I mean, I just, I was maybe three seconds, four seconds, and then we were just right up over a hundred and I didn't even, I was like, and he's like, yeah, that's how quick these things are. It was shocking. Well, I mean, that's what you get for making a mortgage payment to drive a car. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's what you get for making your blocks mortgage payment. Yeah. Jen, I'm not kidding you. I can't even imagine. We would get calls from people who would say, oh yeah, I didn't make last month's payment. So I wanted to get caught up on my Rolls Royce more on my lease payment. And I would say, all right, so this will be a check processing from the account of $14,000. My goodness. And they'd be like, yeah, that's cool. No problem. Yeah. That was, was there a special kind of repo man for Rolls Royces? <laughs> because I can only imagine that. I don't. I don't have. They're very you're polite. Right. Yeah, they just show up with like white gloves and like, right. I do say, chop. <laughs> we are going to be taking possession of this now. Please pay your bills, sir. Thank you. I, I think the fastest I've ever gone is probably like in between 85 and 90. And it was just to get past someone really fast. Okay. So not ever but like. N- no. Not living dangerously. No, That's no, good. No. By the way, no. don't do any of that. Don't go. Don't no. go over the speed limit. I'm not advocating that. I'm just telling you it happened. No, I mean, and I, I've seen what it does to insurance, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, I, I don't want to pay a lot. Yeah, that's good. You probably, you're probably right on that. Uh, more Wild Card Wednesday stuff. Plus, somebody paid $85 million for a punter. We'll talk about that next. <laughs> that's a little bit of a misleading tease, but we'll <laughs> get there. It. It's uh, Man and Bone with Jen Winters on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Looks like we currently have an accident blocking things up on that right shoulder, 670 westbound after State Route 315. Some minor slowdowns through that area right now. Maybe a minute or two in delay. Shouldn't delay you too much, so be careful there. This support sponsored by Dairy Queen. Hey, DQ fans, a new Oreo Brookie Blizzard treat is here. That's a delectable combination of Brookie and Oreo cookie pieces blended together in world-famous soft serve. You get all that in just one treat, and that treat is waiting for you only at participating DQ locations. Happy tastes good. I'm Adam Zell. From 97.1, the fan traffic. No Desmond Howard death wishes since 2012. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a good Wednesday. Oh, oh, what day is it? That's right. It's Wild Card Wednesday. Yeah. Jen Winters is filling in for Common Man today. Yeah. Panama Ted is here. We'll go on campus 448. We will have a psycho of the week at 534. Don't worry about that. Uh, of course, before I go any further, got to tell you about my guys and my gals over at Connecticut. If you're wondering what's in your water, hopefully it's water and then funk and nothing else but those things. If like Kool-Aid is coming out, I don't know if that's something they can help with. But yeah, if you have funk in your water from like the pipes, the different deposits, the you know minerals, things like that that come through. Well, some of that's going to make your water possibly stain your appliances, could stain your clothing and the washer, could... Leave those spots on your dishes. That's why you need to get the free water test from Connecticut to figure out what's going on and how to best treat the water in your home. Everybody's house could be different. Connecticut offers a range of products from their Premier Series water softeners to the K5 drinking water stations, exactly what I have in my house. Those K5 drinking water stations, you get bottled water quality right from the tap. 
All the info you need is at ConnecticutColumbus.com or call their local office in Canal Winchester. Again, that website, ConnecticutColumbus.com. We want to do a couple more wildcard Wednesdays, Jen, or do we sure. want to talk about the $85 million punter? Whatever you would like to do because it's your name on the show, buddy. I'm just Jen, here. I asked you so the question. So I don't get don't, fined. You can't do that. I asked you a question. You have to answer the question. <laughs> I just, I just You're allowed it, to answer I the question. I just put it back on you. No. That's your turn now. I don't know what I want for dinner. How about you? <laughs> and that's no. how it goes in my no. house. No. that's no. Why, Except- why do we do that, by the way? Why do people do that when it's like, hey, what do you want for dinner? <laughs> I don't care. Oh, good. You want takeout? Chinese takeout, let's say? No, no I don't want Chinese. We had that last week. No, absolutely not. No, no Chinese. I have to be in the mood for Chinese. Yeah. See, it's I, like once every four months. <laughs> I'm always in the mood for Chinese. I'm in the mood for food. Most times, it's whatever food it is, I'm in the mood I for I just it. want Mexican food, and he never does, and he always wants Chinese food, and I never want it. Mm. So, Well, see, we if always we had, get to an impasse. If we had our restaurant that Mike and I have wanted to open, China Changa. I love would that have, idea it would be, so much. Which, again, is just Chinese food wrapped up in a tortilla deep fried like a chimichanga, and then you get the best of both worlds. Or I guess in your case, neither of you would want that. Well, it would be kind of like... You know, like Warsu, uh, Wors- not Warsu guy, Mushu. You could do your Mushu pork and then, because that comes with the, the tortilla. Yeah. It's not a tortilla, but it's a tortilla. And I, then, yeah. that, actually, that would be kind of interesting. Yeah. I think that's a good that? idea. Sure. I kind of want to try that. I think that's that's exactly why we have to. I mean, crab rangoon is delicious. Who doesn't love that? And it's a deep fried. That's the texture I would want on the outside. And yes. the inside, you would have different varieties. You could have. You could pick your filling, of course. I would just go with the mushu and like mushu chicken and then um, a huge heaping side of hoisin. Mm, See, yes. hoisin is good. Yes. Except, I use that a lot. Unless you have like a bunch of it in your house and you go to the store and buy more of it and then have... That video? Yes. That was me because I, every time I go to the store, I buy hoisin because I think I don't have any at home. I know. Mine is a uh, honey mustard that I do that with where I'm like, we don't have honey mustard. I, I know we don't. And I get home and I'm like, we actually have three <laughs> bottles of it just sitting there not being used. That video. Oh, so yeah. great. So anyway, you could decide. All right, fine. I'll talk about the punter real quick and then okay. more Wild Card Wednesdays. Um <laughs> The punter who is worth $85 million is not actually punting anymore. His name's Pat McAfee. You may have heard of him. He's leaving FanDuel for ESPN. We found out his deal with ESPN is $85 million over five years, that which is, is insane. It's a lot of money, but believe it or not, it's less than when he was getting with FanDuel, which was worth $120 million over four years. So I can't even begin to fathom what kind of obstacles he's going to run into. And I know he said when he put the announcement video out that they're going to be exactly how they have been, except they're not going to use the F word as much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, well, that's see, this is what I wonder about ESPN and Pat McAfee, that marriage, because what this is what bugs me about corporate like ESPN is a giant corporate entity, part of the Disney family of companies, all that stuff. And they, they do a lot of fine programming at ESPN. However, they are going to be beholden to stakeholders yep. that are trading a publicly traded company. So Pat McAfee is sought after because he goes on the air and says what he thinks. There's really not a format necessarily. There's no. not a limit to what he can talk about. He can talk about it how he wants to. And I know doing this job, sometimes it sounds like Mike and I are when Jen's on here, like we're all just kind of saying whatever we want, but we know there are limitations yes. and rules. We walk up to those limitations. We we dance around them sometimes, but we know there's limitations. Pat McAfee knows that too. Even when he was doing his own thing. Yeah. Like with the Brett Favre stuff where yes. he had to be 
you know, he had to be careful with everything, considering the fact that he was being sued. But that's been dropped, right? But if you don't go on the air and say allegedly, even if you're not on a network yes. like ESPN, if you say something that's just flat out a lie, you can get sued for. It's hard to prove, but you can get sued. So he had to walk that line too. At ESPN, he's walking a different line now. It's going to be, is that respectful of you know if he hears someone on ESPN saying something that's stupid, is he going to be able to call him out? That's a good question. Is he going to be able to drop an F-bomb whenever he feels like it? Again, ESPN not regulated by the FCC because right. it's cable, but they don't necessarily want you dropping F-bombs on a Disney-owned company, no. I'm going to guess, either. So that's, what I don't like is when corporate giant corporations are like, we want the sauce, but we want you to drop the spice out of the sauce. Yeah. And it's like, well, then you're just getting the sweet part of the sauce. You're not getting the whole experience, right? You're yes. not getting the fullness of this thing we've created you want me to take a vital element out so i'm curious to see how that works out i am too and he he utilizes people outside of espn like from the nfl network i know ian rapaport he was his host while pat was on paternity leave for the past like few weeks um he also i mean i think he he talks to probably dan patrick and rich eisen also um Obviously, he's going to go outside of ESPN to talk to some people, and ESPN has said we're okay with this. Well, they have to be. They I mean, that's what you—that's what you signed up for, right? And they, I mean, he—they told him they don't want have him to have to change his show, and so he's just like you know putting it all out there. And all I can think of is me being a massive Levitard fan. Dan Levitard show was Stu Gatz when that deteriorated. And there were so many things that were happening politically that Dan was talking about. And ESPN was like, you know, we don't we don't want you doing this. He was kind of suspended for a little bit, but they didn't really talk about that. And then they just it was mutually we're just going to break up. Right. So I have a feeling it's going to be great for McAfee for like a year or two. But behind the scenes, he's going to feel the pressure and he's not going to be happy. Yeah. I think he's even said part of it is right that he now with having the kid, he wants to not have to run a company. Right. So selling and then it to that ESPN. Makes total sense. Yeah. Now he can just go be more of a personality, show up, do his show, and then leave and go home. And other people deal with marketing it and yes. selling it and all those other things. That's a big load off his shoulders. I bet it's worth the price tag that he, that dropped. Right. But at some point, I I'm with you. I think it will be two or maybe maybe two years. But there will be a thing suddenly that Pat McAfee, the ratings are down or whatever, or he's not happy with the way this is going. I just don't see him being someone who's at ESPN for more than a few years. I don't either. Because I'd, I could see he's got more of the Bill Simmons or the Dan Lebitard yes. ability to just draw an audience without anybody else needing to prop him up. And I always and, forget about Bill Simmons, but you're totally right. I mean, everything he did with Grantland and then it just totally blew up. Yeah. And now he's had his own, th I mean, the ringer, the ringer all that is, stuff is own thing. Yeah, it's got, hi, I've, there's so many podcasts that I've come across where I've listened to it and been like, oh, wait, this is oh, a ringer a podcast? Ringer? I was just listening to I it. Know. I liked it. I didn't know it was a Simmons <laughs> thing. So yeah, it's very, it's, I think that's where McAfee is destined at some point. Yeah. It might take a few more years for him to do that, given now he'll be at ESPN for a few years. And I think that might slow him down just a little bit. I mean, but, I, I love him. I really do. I don't have enough time to like fully invest in him. But when I do watch him and listen to him, he makes me laugh. He's got great ideas. Sure. Um, and I, I do. I want, I want him to do well because he's just so uh, picking him out of an NFL lineup as a punter and being able to do what he's been able to do is fantastic. And I wish him all the best. Yeah. Love same here. Guy. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with it.
Uh, more Wild Card Wednesday coming up next. It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Want to give you an accident update, 670 westbound after State Route 315. Things were just moving slow through that area due to that accident. Well, that has just been cleared. Traffic free-flowing there again. Should be good to go through that area now. This report sponsored by Lowe's. At Lowe's, we bring pros more ways to save by a select Metabo HPT cordless nailer and get a 36-volt battery free, a $139.99 value. Lowe's knows pros. Valid 511 through 712. Watt supplies last. Selection varies by location. U.S. only. I'm Adam Zelle for 97.1. The fan traffic. The only thing harder than common man's arteries is T-Bone thinking about a red-bellied woodpecker. This is Man and Bone. Jen Winters filling in for Common Man today. We will go on campus coming up at 448. And then we've got Psycho of the Week coming up 534. And you know it's a wild card Wednesday. Uh, don't forget, Man and Bone brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company right here on the fan. Brian with a Y tweeted us and said, Jen, you haven't lost any street cred. I don't really like country music, but Garth Brooks is my favorite artist of all time, and his concerts are amazing. Thank so see, you. there you go. You're not the only one that likes Garth Brooks that's not a big country music fan. Right. Thank um, you very much. I man, appreciate that. Man's Droopy Sack says, <laughs> my God. Tell them about it, JoJo. Your family just won a free trip to Branson, Missouri, and you get paid $1,000 for each tribute band you watch from start to finish, no falling asleep. The gravy train ends when a family member exits Branson. How long do you stay and how much money do you make? Wow. So if you missed this discussion, this was, I think, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. We were talking about Branson, Missouri is the home to, I'm talking dozens of bands where it's like, hey, do you like Johnny Cash? Well, he's dead. But here's a guy <laughs> who claims to sound and look a little bit like Johnny Cash. Elvis. There's 15 Elvis impersonators right. there with their own stage shows and you pay money and you go watch them. But then there's other bands that aren't even that big. Yeah. Where I, I feel like I think it was the Oak Ridge Boys where I wasn't sure if it was the actual Oak Ridge Boys or it was an Oak Ridge Boys tribute band, but that was kind of the line, right? Yeah. Where anything yeah. bigger than the Oak Ridge Boys, they had a tribute band. Oak Ridge Boys and smaller, it might actually just be the band. So how many of those do you think you could do, the tribute band stuff? See, I love that sort of like, it's just cheesy and dumb. And and my favorite are, are the, the women who go who you know have had lifelong obsessions with like Elvis yes and they just fawn over them and I, I could probably sit through yeah I'd like 10 acts I mean I get a thousand dollars for each of these I watch yeah I feel like if I told my kids hey at the end of every one of these shows I'm gonna give you a crisp hundred dollar bill True. <laughs> so I'm netting like 700 because yeah. I got three kids yeah actually the Three-year-old's not going to know. I'll tell her it's a $100 bill and give her a five. Anyway, the point is... <laughs> give her a one. She, she, wouldn't, wouldn't, yeah, know. she wouldn't care. Yeah, so I'll just... You know, I'm saying I could I could easily get the family to sit through probably yeah. 10 a day. And I think we could do that for three days. I think, yeah, I think 10 a day is good because then after 10, then I think that's when all of the cynicism that I have ever had will fully hit. And yeah. I would, would like rage steam out of there. Like, no, I can't do this anymore. Imagine though you do like... That's 30 hours of, I think, very difficult labor, sitting and listening to something you hate. Yes. Which some of you may think that's what you're doing right now. I don't know. But <laughs> the point is, if then I, at the end of that, after one weekend, I get $30,000, if I can do go. 10 a day for three days, yeah. I'm, I'm Bank it. I would sign up for that experience now. 
If they're doing scientific experiments, yeah. like how much can you take? Here's 30 grand for 30 hours. Done. Well, I'm in. And like if you want to throw Yakov Smirnoff in there, because I know that's where he resides now. Oh, that's absolutely. right. I forgot. I would go to those shows too. Yeah. Because he actually at least is a real person, not impersonating someone else. Right. I think. Yeah. Uh, Owen too says, uh, my guys. Hang on. Where are we at? There the we great coaches that we have at Nashville. Have you ever had to do a show or segment with someone who irritates you? If so, what is a telltale sign you aren't happy on air? I mean, I have to work with Jeff Tito Thidoff every Saturday and there, Sunday. There it is. So there and you go. Right. So then I'm kidding. You're not. And that's Tito, okay. I love you. <laughs> um, but no, here's what I know. Like, most of the time, it's not like we've had guests that irritate us. Yeah. And so just a thing I do, it's not necessarily if someone irritates me, but when there's a guest on and I feel like maybe the guest is needing like it's not the interview's not like the best interview we've ever done yeah i start over laughing a little bit to try to make everyone feel more comfortable that's a that's a sign that i'm a little nervous about how it's going so if you hear that happening from time to time either the person really got me and made me laugh yeah or i'm like oh i don't know if this is going great maybe i need to laugh here or like i don't even do it consciously just a subconscious like if you're in a group of people at work and someone's kind of making it awkward and you just (laughs) hey anyway you know like that's kind of the same thing that happens to radio hosts from time to time. It's okay to say my name. It's fine. That's right. This is a Jen, safe space. I overlaugh. No, that's not true. Um, let's do one more. Jordan Spees says, uh, my guy. Kicker! The kicker! Uh, he says, actually, my guy and Jabroni. My wildcard Wednesday is what bubble will burst first? The food truck bubble or the podcast bubble? I don't know how people have time to listen to all these podcasts or afford to eat at food trucks. Oh. Well, let me propose this solution to you. The people who are making money off of all these podcasts are the ones sustaining the food truck industry by going and buying food at the food trucks because they're making money off podcasts. Yeah. And then the food truck workers are like, we're just stuck in this truck all day. What can we listen to? How about a podcast? So I think... That might be a self-sustaining ecosystem. I don't think they're bursting anytime soon. I don't think so either. And also, there are some lovely food trucks in this city. There are lots of great ones. Yeah. I agree with you. I think I think it's like, that to me is like saying, when is the strip mall bubble going to burst? It's like, well... Well, they're easy to build. Yeah. Kind of easy to fill. There's always going to be someone who wants to put something like I mean, in that spot, where, right? Where else is that subway going to go? I'm saying like strip malls probably were more popular 30 years ago, but if you go to a lot of strip malls still, there are places, there are stuff in them. Well, and they're outliving actual malls. Yes. That's what I mean. Or they're converting strip malls into places like Easton or Polaris. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, strip malls aren't going anywhere. But I'm saying food trucks are probably a similar thing where you're like, oh, these, this food, this individual food truck may not last, but. That food truck's already built, and someone else is going to be like, well, I have a restaurant idea. I'll take that off your hands. I'll convert a few of the machines in it or whatever, and now we'll be we'll be cooking out of it with our different thing. Yeah, I feel well, like that's going to keep happening. And you think of like, you know, brick-and-mortar restaurants like Loops. They've got two food trucks. Yeah, that's and right. And that just makes it easier for them to go to like a tailgate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's not going away anytime soon. Yeah, I guess maybe, maybe. like, But again, podcasts, like we have a podcast you can listen to, yeah. and it's part of the radio show there are other podcasts that are way more successful than ours that have no radio show whatsoever attached to it so i don't know it's that's hard for me to judge i hate to cop out on that and say i don't know but 
I don't know. And that's okay. How's that for a wild card? Love on it. wild card Wednesday. Uh, we'll take a break. We should probably talk about an actual sports story here. So we have okay. some uh, kick times for Ohio State football. How about <gasps> that? And talk about that. And also, I will tell you about why uh, some schools in the Big Ten may need to sign up for Peacock. Oh, There's a little bit of news coming on that too. Oh, the Peacock. Yeah, we'll, we'll get in on that next <laughs> uh, when we come back. You're listening to Man and Bone with Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. See some slow traffic back up a little bit. I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. About an 11-minute delay through that area currently. This report sponsored by Mattress Firm. Make your summer getaway to a new bed shop. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. Save up to 50% on top brands with Queen starting at just $179.99. Plus save up to $500 on select Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattress sets. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man has hosted over 5,000 shows on the fan. Three of them have been halfway decent. Here's Man and Bone. No Common Man today. Jen Winters in for him. On campus coming up 448. Psycho of the week in the 5 o'clock hour. And of course you know, it's a wild card Wednesday. Uh, Let's get to the uh, schedule news, Jen. Yeah. So Ohio State, we've got a couple updates on the schedule. If you missed this from Paul Keels' update earlier in the hour, Buckeye season opener... We now know at Indiana will be. It, we knew it was on September second. It's going to be a three thirty kick. Will be on CBS, which I got to tell it's you, weird. I also, yeah, I also saw that. Uh, who is? I think Northwestern and Rutgers are going to be. I think maybe the first game on CBS's package. And I just thought, you imagine the CBS college football <laughs> music playing, and they're like Rutgers Northwestern next only on CBS, and you're like, what? What? Why? What? Yeah, that's going to be so weird. But Congrats to CBS on your big win. It's going to be a bit jarring to hear Ohio State and Indiana on CBS with their production and music, but we get to start the season off with that at 3.30 on September 2nd. Will we get Vern Lundquist? One can only hope. That's right. <laughs> I hope I hope we get him. I like Vern. Yeah. Is, I, is, I don't think he's doing it anymore, though, is he? I don't know. I just is always it, associate. Is it Nestler now? Oh, Brad I think Nestler. Nestler's their main guy now. I think now, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, Vern, I liked Vern a lot, but yeah, I think Vern's kind of Vern, decided it's time to just chill out, yeah. which is good. Oh, if I were his fine. age, I'd want to chill out too. Uh, September 9th, Youngstown State, noon, that's on BTN, that's the home opener, uh, and that's, so CBS, BTN, first two games, 3.30 and noon. Then Western Kentucky, September 16th, that is a 4 p.m. game, because that's on Fox, so not big noon. Oh, big, but big 4 p.m. big red. Big <laughs> That's right. I, I uh, Tito and I almost got into a fight over the over, weekend. Why? Over Big Red. What do you mean Big Red? A Big oh. Red, the WKU mascot. Oh, right. I, I didn't know that that was yeah. what it was called. The Big Red. He's that big, like, bulbous mountain-looking thing with eyes and a mouth. Yes. Um, And I, I said that Big Red is probably the best mascot in college sports. Mm, okay. And then I said, and next to Rufus from the Ohio University, and I knew it would get under his skin. And he's like, what about Brutus? I'm like, Brutus comes in second. Oh, okay. And, That's fine. And he was not happy. And I said, fight me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he surprised you and was like, okay. And, and you're and, like, ah, and, I yeah, we had an happen. Anchorman brawl right That's here great. in the studio. And yeah, you so, used yeah. a trident. That's great. It was actually gum, though. <laughs> it was gum. It was threw gum, gum at him. Yeah. Uh, so that Western Kentucky game, 4 p.m. on Fox, like I said. And then we already knew Notre Dame at Notre Dame, 7.30 on NBC. 
So count them four games to start the season at four different times on four different networks. Look at that. So you, we're going to get the full experience of Your the, parents are going to be calling you every oh, weekend. Where's the game? I don't understand. What's going on? Yeah, and you're, I don't know why your parents sound like Jay Burson, but that's what that's, they sound that's like. That's what they sound that's like. That's what they all sound like. Uh, so that's a little interesting, but that's fine. We can all handle that. Yeah. Uh, Michigan not handling their season opener scheduling a little bit differently than we are. They're not handling it well. So week one, they're playing East Carolina. Oh. Let them live. September 2nd. That game will be on not Fox, not CBS, not even NBC, not Big Ten Network. It but will be on where Peacock. Oh, the Peacock. Yeah. Oh, the you're Peacock. Start, you're starting off on the on the on Peacock the right there. Yep. So this is uh, <laughs> this is right off the bat. <laughs> That's one of your big boys in the Big Ten. Now, oh boy, I am very. Uh, we said this from when this deal got signed. Oh, no, we know this. Be prepared. They're going to do this with every school, and that does include Ohio State. They will put an Ohio State game on the cock. Like, that's happening. They will put it on Peacock, no questions asked. Now, the question, I guess, is, after I say no questions asked, will it happen this year or not? And I don't... I I don't don't think so. The only reason I say that is because I think they're so proud of the fact that they have Ohio State, Notre Dame... That we might not be relegated to a Peacock game until next season. Yeah, I don't. Is that still with their Notre Dame deal? They would have had that game anyway, right? I'm guessing. Oh, because it's there. It's well. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Because it's a Notre Dame That's home game. Right. So I'm wondering how that. Either way, they they had that game probably locked down. But your point is well taken. That it's probably not a game. I would think it's not. What are they? The Pirates, the Eastern Carolina. I think so. East, they're like yellow and uh, and, and purple. purple. Yeah. yeah. I think if that's who we're thinking of, sure. And that that's where uh, Lou Holtz. What? Who is that? Was it Lou Holtz there oh, or his son? No, he was at South Carolina. Oh, Skip Holtz. Skip. I think I think Skip was at South Carolina. Am I wrong? I feel like maybe feel you're like right. Maybe Teddy Skip wasn't. That? I don't know. All right, Ted, look up which Carolina was Skip Holtz. Uh, gosh, I don't know. That's a, I didn't know you had a Lou Holtz impersonation going on. I definitely feel my, the spittle from my it. My brother had a speech impediment growing up, and he oh. used to talk like that, so I made myself talk like that. It's very mean, and I'm sorry. So you're saying you have a Lou Holtz impersonation because you used to make fun of your brother? Yeah, he used to go, let's go to the beach. <laughs> why would you do that to your poor brother? That's not nice. Well, you've, no, you've met why my am brother. I asking, why am I asking this? You do that because you're a, you're a, you're a sister. sister. That's exactly why you did that. Yeah, that's right. Teddy, what's the what's update up? on Skip Holtz? He, he was a head coach there from 2005 to 2009. So oh, wait. It's been a while. Yeah, Skip, it's been a minute. So Skip was there. Skip. Lou Holtz was at South Carolina. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, he was there at South okay. Carolina. Uh, and I mean, Skip uh, was an assistant coach there while okay. Lou was there. I just okay. thought it was Eastern, but what do I know? No, I you, know. no, I just said, yeah. Oh, you, okay. Yeah. I'm confused. He was, Skip was, was head where? coach at East Carolina I started 2005 to 2009. Oh, and you. Lou Holtz was at South Carolina. Was he at South Carolina at yeah. any point? Right. Yes. Okay. So they both. But so that's and Skip. Skip was an assistant coach at South Carolina. Ted, you just threw well. a lot of theirs at me. He was like, "Oh yeah, he was there. Oh My man, yeah, hurts. he was there." And I'm like, "Which one? Who was where? What's on first? Um, I don't know. Third oh, base. Got Please it. Please help me. I fell right. and I kicked it up. Yeah. So uh, also, I believe Penn State's getting a Peacock game. Oh, they deserve it. I'm just saying that's Michigan and Penn State. Yeah. Big All the boys. other schools are going to be on there. If Michigan and Penn State are on it, Ohio State will be on it too. But and not you yet. know, Ohio State will end up being Big Ten online only sometime soon too. 
Do we? Oh, I don't know that they'll. I don't know if they'll do that because Fox is like, oh, we even know nobody watches that. You imagine? We know no one cares about that. Bad enough when it's no on just regular Big that. Ten Network. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fair enough. Uh, it is Wild Card Wednesday. Let's see if I've got another one here, and I have plenty of them. Uh, Dustin says, "Would you watch an HBO style show similar to other sports, and if so, which sport?" I'm oh. guessing he means like Hard Knocks, Hard Knocks or maybe is... a Netflix thing like the Drive to Survive F1 deal. Oh, a full swing. Um, he uh, he said, "I think Columbus could field two options with either the Crew or Blue Jackets, respectively." Then you'd have to finish your drink when Yarmo plays pickleball on the behind the scenes, which that would be great. That would be great. Is it's like we go down to Yarmo Kekalainen, who's trying to weigh what to do with the third overall pick, and you just hear like in the background, and he's just like, uh, "This is crazy." I was in the kitchen figuring out my plan, and then I had to think about the game, and it's crazy. I would have loved if they would have made a an HBO series behind the uh, Oakland A's. Oh, they leading should. up to all That's of great. this nonsense, I think you know that what? would be riveting. Honestly. Well, you got four years; they're not moving yet. Like, send someone now yeah. to document. Go get all that vitriol that from the fans. Get all this stuff. Watch how they're just like, oh yeah. I mean, what are they now? Ten and forty-eight. No, Bone, twelve. And- my Braves lost to them last night. That's right. They're eleven and forty-four. That's right. Good job. <laughs> Good job. My guys, the Oakland A's, knocking yeah. your Braves down oh, a peg was, or two. I was not happy. That's hilarious. I'm so glad about that. I just like, was so embarrassed. Well, I'm just saying, you can still send a camera crew out there yes. and document this shenanigans of this whole organization. And then show everybody, like this is what happens when you try to move a sports. This is how cynical sports are when it comes to billionaires just wanting to go get more billions and be in a different location. Technically, you could get like National Geographic involved. They could like put cameras on the possums and like the rats right animal planet has an angle up there yeah Yeah. of course we don't have steve Irwin anymore but he could be like crikey and he's just like (laughs) come in and like wrestle one of them yeah that's great uh we'll take a break when we come back there is some good news about osu quarterbacks one of our osu quarterbacks i'll explain that next it's man and bone with jen winters on the fan Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Still seeing a little bit of slow traffic moving through the area right now at 71 northbound in between 670 and 11th Avenue. About a six-minute delay there. Delays were a little bit bigger earlier, so uh, things moving a little bit better through that area now. This report sponsored by Audible. Kickstart your imagination with Audible. Here's celebrity and music memoirs, mysteries, true crime, and more. Audible is the home of storytelling, audiobooks, podcasts, and original. Sign up for a free trial at audible.com. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Does excessive amounts of Prozac make your sack droop down to your knees? Asking for a friend. My friend's name is Mike. Back to Droopy Sack and T-Bone. Welcome in. No Droopy Sack today. He Well, common man's not here. That's the point of that conversation. Jen Winters is in for him. Uh, we are going to be out. I'm going to be out tomorrow at the Memorial. Jen will be out there as well, though in different capacity. She'll be out there hanging out with all the shows. Helping I will out. be out there. Yeah. I'll be out there broadcasting from 3 to 6 with Timmy Hall. All the shows, all weekend long, yeah. here on The Fan. You'll be broadcasting out there over the weekend, right? Yes, Saturday from 3 to 6 and Sunday from 11 to 2 with there you Tito. Go. So, so if you're going out to the memorial, come look for us. Uh, you can find, you'll find out where we are. It's very easy. It's, if you were there last year and saw us, if you've been there the last couple of years and seen us, that's where we will be again. But if not, we'll have it all posted Online, on the website, also on all of our Twitter, social media, all that stuff. So you'll be able to find us very easily at the Memorial. We're looking forward to seeing you out there. Uh, We have also got some news on a Wild Card Wednesday, which don't forget, it is Wild Card Wednesday. 
You can tweet us your wild cards. Just at Man and Bone 971. Anything's on the table on Wild Card Wednesday. We can talk about whatever you want. We'll do some more of those in a second. But first, uh, Devin Brown has resumed throwing after his finger surgery. The Ohio State quarterback, possibly possibly the starting quarterback. We'll find out. Who knows? Uh, he had a fractured right pinky finger that kept him out of the spring game, as you're probably aware. Quarterbacks coach Corey Dennis said on Tuesday that he's doing good. He is healthy. So that's encouraging. Uh, the procedure on his finger had been expected to sideline Devin Brown for about a month, which included the final week of spring practice, the spring game. So that wasn't great when you're trying to see yeah, what he would do in front of a crowd of people, right? I think that's the big, yeah. it's not about the coaches necessarily saying, we don't know if he's a good passer or not, or we don't know if Kyle McCord's better than him. They know who's better. And I still think Kyle McCord probably wins this job. You're right. I but, think, but this was something that if, if there was going to be a chance to see Devin Brown out in front of, 60, 70,000 people at the spring game, they would have wanted that. Well, and I also think it gives both of those guys a chance to not think about a transfer portal because that's all I can think of now. If you're in a situation where you have two quarterbacks and you haven't made up your mind, all I can think of is so-and-so is going to be the starter and then so-and-so is going to enter the portal and leave. Yeah, I I know that's... uh, I I know some people look at that as a bad thing that players would say oh, I'm not starting, well, then maybe I'll go somewhere else. But I don't know. The p- football players, got football college athletes, they're not coming to these schools to say, I mean, sometimes this is the case, but by and large, most of the players that you're going to get at Ohio State for football, most of the players you're going to get at big-time athletic programs for whatever sport it is, they think they are one of the best in the country at right. that sport in high school. So when you go somewhere and then that coach or whoever has to make a tough call and say actually you're going to be the backup here yeah 20 years ago you didn't have any options no 10 years ago really you didn't have as many options you could transfer but you have to sit out and i i forget who it was i think maybe hugh freeze was saying that most recently that's going to be in the on campus oh that's right we'll talk about that later but yeah like there are other people just kind of saying well maybe guys should have to sit out and wait a year yeah why like yes i know that that makes it tougher on these coaches but i also know that these players have the ability to transfer. Yeah. That's a good thing. And I don't, I'm saying the value system that says, oh, I'm not getting what I want out of this job opportunity, which mm-hmm. is kind of what it's become. I'm going to find a better opportunity for myself. There's nothing wrong with that. No. There's nothing wrong also with toiling for 20 years at the same job and maybe never getting the promotion. If you're happy with that, that's fine too. There's there's room for all types of people. Oh, yeah. But I can understand how a driven college football athlete might say, yeah, um, I want to go out and be a starter and make tons of plays, be on TV, possibly get to the NFL, make all this NIL money I can while I can. If you're sitting on the bench, it's harder to do that. Yeah. I don't I don't blame them at all for thinking that way. I but either. I think sometimes it's viewed as a negative if a guy says, yeah, well, I'm not getting the opportunity here. I tried it for a year. I'm going to go somewhere else. I don't think that's bad. That's just I don't think it's knowing bad. your value. And then they have, they have the options and whatnot. I just, it's... It it just kind of sucks if you're the backup because then you know there are t- like there's another guy or two other guys coming in next year who are waiting to fill in that backup role. Yeah. So and yeah. Kyle McCord was the backup right. and is stuck around, and now he's it looks like probably going to get that chance. I always forget that him and Marvin Harrison Jr. Right, they went to the same yes. high school, they played together. So that I think I think that has to factor in. Does oh, it? Oh yeah. I mean. That maybe I'm reading that wrong, and I'm sure the coaches would say eh, it's not totally that simple. But 
it, there's there's got to be some level of continuity, itself, yes. right? Unless, I mean, again, and I don't think this is the case, but if Marvin Harrison Jr. was like hundred uh, percent no, like if there was some <laughs> reason where he was like, oh, the dude from high school, no way, yeah, then that might factor in. I don't think it factor if if no. they say, yeah, we're cool with each other and we like each other and we, we're on the same page. I think then the coaches would be like, yeah, that's that's going to matter too. I think it's. Your best player on this team is Marvin Harrison Jr. Yes. So I think whatever... Whatever appeases him is how it should go. I agree with that. Because this is our last year with him. Yeah. And we need and to I hope it's a big it. year. I, I hope it's too. a big, big year for him. Uh, also, Brian Hartline was talking about the UTV accident where <laughs> yeah. he was... Uh, when this all came down back in April, there was a story that came out that said, yeah, he was injured riding a four-wheel vehicle on his property at one in the morning or midnight or whatever it was. And I thought, that... Doesn't seem like a normal time to be out doing that. And and so then we found out there was a little bit going on. And, and I mean, again, I don't know the full story. It sounds like there was a group of people over there probably enjoy having, themselves. Yeah. And, it, you know, I don't know if there was a bonfire or whatever. I'm just saying that that all sounds like when I've heard of people getting injured at one o'clock in the morning on a four wheel vehicle out on their property, that usually involves there being some kind of a party situation. Yeah. Maybe that was not the case here. But he clearly said uh, when he was talking to police, they called the Delaware County Sheriff's Office. He admitted to medics on the scene that he'd been drinking prior to the crash. Uh, Hartline gave an interview to media members and said, I feel good after recovering from the accident and said, there's nothing I can really say. All I would say is in hindsight, probably would have rather went to bed than rode in a side by side. All right. That's yeah. good call. Called it a learning opportunity as well. Yeah, I think. Uh, uh, well, and I mean, he's got it's good that he's he's saying these things because he has to go into homes and talk to recruits and. Well, I mean, he's one of the best recruiters in the yeah. country, and I do think it's going to be... It'll be brought up, I think. Sure. Oh, you don't think the other oh, schools' yeah. recruiters will bring up the fact that, like, may, that, like, there's probably a lot of people in college football recruiting who have said, man, I got Brian Hartlined, you know, because someone... Yeah. We had a guy, and then Brian Hartline just made a better pitch, and that guy decided to go here. I couldn't... I did a good job, but Brian Hartline did a better job than me. You don't think those guys are now going to bring that up and say, hey, by the way, Brian Hartline talks a big game, but... What's he doing? You know, they're, they're going yeah. to point at stuff like this. And whether that's fair or not, that is how the game works. So welcome to college recruiting. He yes. knows that as well as anyone, I would yes. guess. Is that a bad thing for you that people I, would bring that up? No, I just, uh, you know, I, I'm just glad that he's taking responsibility for it and he's not trying to sh shy away from it. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, Wild card Wednesday time. You can send us yours at Man and Bone 971 on Twitter. Uh, Polly T-Shirt says, my Wild card Wednesdays. All right, that works. There's a uh, it's not a mainstream song, but the best weird song title is No One Takes Pictures of the Drummer by Nora. Oh. Are you familiar with Nora? I've never heard of Nora. Okay. not what, We were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. No. Ted brought up weird song titles that you're aware of. I yeah. hadn't heard of that one, but we'll check it either. out. Uh, Nuckeye Butt says, my guys, I got I to gotta find another level of things here to play. What are we looking for? There we go. I got bronchitis. Uh, Said you guys talk about taking pity on Mike for being in Walt Disney World this week with weather and lines. It's very hot down there. What would you have? What would ha what would have to be? What would you have to do? Eat, drink, etc. To make a trip to Disney worth it? Hmm. I mean, I, I I mean, I would like to. I haven't been to Disney World since I was in high school. So, just getting to go to Disney World and have fun would be worth it enough well, for you me. Could, but you could do that if you want to. What's what's stopping you from doing that? Other than probably maybe it's just like, well, there's other places I'd rather go. Right. You know? And it's it's an arm and a leg to get in. Well, that's fair. All right. Let's say money's no object. Money's though. no you're, object. You're going instantly, right? Yeah. Well, and I would like to go before they shut the Star Wars hotel down. 
talk oh, they, about. Oh, are they shutting it down? Yeah. What happened? Because it's so expensive and no one's buying, um, <laughs> no one's res- reserving any space in there anymore. Maybe maybe we lower the price. Try I that mean, before we just close it down. Like a four night, a two night stay for four, a family of four is like forty five hundred dollars. Oh God. Yeah. Oh Lord. And the no. thing is, is that you're no. in that hotel the majority of the time. They will take you to the park if you want to, but you get in a, a a shuttle bus that you can't even see the outside because you feel like you're on a rocket, <laughs> like you're on oh, a spaceship. <laughs> So All right. it's like a totally immersive experience. And yeah, so it's it's two days. It's that much money. Um I I will never yeah. I'm I'm reminded of this from time to time in life. Like that's a that's a fun idea to a point. But that's insane. Well, I'm reminded of this bit that Patton Oswald, the comedian, Love used to him. do. Yes. Right. And he, he would talk about how when you were a kid and there'd be kids in the neighborhood who would be playing the like, oh, the sidewalk is lava, the floor is lava. Yeah. And then you're just walking past their house and like, oh, I don't step on this. Or like, this is base. And, and they're like, hey, guys, I'm not playing the game. I'm just walking by. Like, sorry, I wasn't here when you made the rules. I'm just walking through. And I feel like that sometimes is what I would do with the Disney stuff. Yeah. Like that Star Wars thing where it's like, no, I like Star Wars. This, I don't need the bus ride. To, right? I don't need to be called a spaceship. <laughs> like, we are all aware we're in Florida. We know. This we is know Orlando. This. this is not a spaceport. Well, like, I... I also think the the inability to really see outside your window in a hotel room is kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, like I don't. It's big television screens, and you look out and you just see space. I think I'd like that for a day, and then yeah, after one, yes. after a day or two, I'd say, okay, where's I need the sunshine, please. I guess you can get it when you get to the park, right? Right, but like the food is all all weird looking, and oh yeah, you know, you've got weird colored drinks and all that. I mean, it's a great. Thing if you really it's an immersive want, experience yes but if you're spending all that money going to disney world and you're not acting you're not going to the actual park yeah yeah i feel like so escape rooms are fun right oh, if it's an hour decided, and a half or whatever right but if you've opted into that you pay a, a nominal fee you're there for an hour hour and a half yeah. it's a little spooky or maybe a little claustrophobic but it's that thrill that gives you the whoa we're doing it oh this is a little <laughs> weird and then you get out of it and you're done yeah Having that kind of vibe for three days at Disney World when it's already expensive and this is like the most expensive thing you can do there? Yeah. No way. No. I'd much rather stay at one of the nice like resorty places where they just have massages and, you know, maybe you stay at like the Animal yes. Kingdom where there's like a giraffe, oh, a giraffe outside your balcony your ba- or something. Yes, That'd exactly. be fine. I'd rather do that than be immersed well, in that. Yeah, and it's just space. like I would want a bunch of like free Star Wars stuff. Like give me a oh. lightsaber, give me a droid, give me a helmet. Yeah. Let me hang out with the Mandalorian and Grogu. Like, that's fine. It'd be great if, like, you you go to bed and at 2 o'clock in the morning someone bangs on your door and it's like an Imperial Stormtrooper, like, let us in! And then they come in and then Darth Vader comes in right after you and, like, tears up your room and then leaves. That, see, that would be fun. <laughs> the immersive experience! Yes. Where did my jewelry go? He's Darth Vader! It's what he does! <laughs> he's, he's also now going to petty crime for some reason. We don't know why. Uh, we'll take a break. More Wildcard Wednesday stuff coming up. And what else did I have to tease here? Oh, yeah. What is the best month for sports? Science tried to answer the question and I think failed miserably, but we'll discuss that next. It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Traffic starting to slow down US 33 eastbound between State Route 161 and 270 Dublin. Uh, things just backing up a little bit there. Some stop and go traffic about a five minute delay. We'll see if uh, things get worse there. This report sponsored by Family Dollar. Refresh your summer at Family Dollar. Beat the heat with low prices and stock up your cooler or fridge with your favorite drinks like Dr. Pepper, Hawaiian Punch, Gatorade, and many more. Family Dollar helping you do more. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. If Biggie's Eyes was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a great Wednesday. Oh, that's right. A wild card Wednesday. Jen Winters in for Common Man. Of course, you can find the Common Man and T-Bone podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget about that. It's all brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling, our friends there. Yeah, find the Man and Bone podcast, listen to it wherever you're going. Annoy your friends and family on the weekends with our weekend podcast, which you also get. So check it all out. Wherever you get podcasts, just search Common Man and T-Bone. Jen will be on that podcast this weekend because she's filling in today and yesterday. Timmy Hall will be out there tomorrow with me at the Memorial and Friday, so come say hi to us there. Jen will also be around, so come say hi to her this weekend. We're all going to be out there. I'm excited to meet people. Yeah, this should be a lot of fun. like my first time being at an event as an employee of the station, and I'm very excited. That's right. You've been in events as a like listener of the as, station, as which listener. I did that too before yeah. I started working here, <laughs> and it was always fun to like now be on the other side of that. But, yeah, I'm very yeah. excited. Now so. you get to get on the other side of the rope, and then you know the security guards that we all have. They no, there's no there's no security guards. Oh, I have one. Oh, you do? Yeah, great. It's because I run my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, hey, it's it's for my own good. This is, I mean, this is why you're on the radio. I, I tell I mean, people to fight me, and I tell them that their their team sucks. Mm, that's right. Well, hey. This is what this is what I'm told we're supposed to do in sports media is pick is fights it? and yell at people. Yes, that's what seems to be rewarded I mean, by I'm, the ESPNs of the world. I love Mike uh, Mike Francesca and the the Mad Dog, Mike and the Mad Dog. Mm-hmm. I love that they like scream at each other and then fall asleep. Yeah, well, they're they're all. I like the falling asleep part. <laughs> yes, I don't think they're they're not exactly now, and, and they're not I, together anymore. No, no, sadly. That, but yeah, what is uh, Mad Dog still getting a pretty good chunk of change for going on ESPN whenever they have him? On? I haven't seen him on. It might be because it's like almost summertime. I haven't seen him on there. Yeah, in a minute, but yeah, he I was mean, on there this week. Was he? Yeah, yeah, I think okay. he does at least once a week. Yeah, it's and once a week he does it. Yeah, Mike Francesa. One of the, my favorite things that he would do is where he would. Because the guy could never admit that he didn't know a thing about sports, right? He he, or he would just if he didn't know it, and it was a sport. Like if someone called up was like, "Mike, what do you think of NASCAR?" He'd be like, uh, "Who cares? No one watches that sport. I don't know. What do you want me to do? Talk about cars going in circles?" Like, so he would just dismiss it. Or if it was like March Madness time, he would yeah. go through the break and be like, ah, Providence. Uh, you know, they, they shoot some threes, uh, they play a little D. That's a uh, who they got uh, Iowa State. Okay, so Cyclones out there in Iowa State, right? They they uh, little Midwestern school there, you know. And it just and he like no idea. He hasn't no watched any of it. He didn't care, <laughs> but he had to pretend like he knew. Just admit you don't know, dude. Your your impression of him is so good. That's not. It's, I, no, it's so funny. That's, I love it. That's that's usually when I feel the worst about impressions. It was someone was like, "That's really good." That's no, when I'm like, "No, then no, it, it definitely it's sucks." Really, you really feel funny. the need to say it. No, I love yeah. it. I do. Well, all I know is Francesa falls asleep more now that he's not yes, on the radio, does. but not by much. So I'm glad I'm glad he's retired, though. Good for him. I hope he stays retired. Uh, this is from the Morning Consult. The best months for sports. 
Did you find this store? What did you think of this when you saw these numbers? I, I would like to talk to the person who put this together, and then maybe we can discuss other ways to improve on your data. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. So they, they said the debate is settled. Fans say October, November are the best months for sports. Uh, they looked at this data where they, they polled in 2023, back in just a few weeks ago, May 16th through the 18th, they polled 1,897 self-described sports fans use an unrated, unweighted margin of error for a plus or minus two percentage points. So again, we're talking percentage points, plus or minus 2%. None of the percentage are, are higher than like 10% on no. all of these. So take it all with a grain of salt. But they said that 10% of respondents said that October was the best month to watch sports. They also said 10 month, 10% of people said November was the best month to watch sports. So they are saying 20% of people felt like October, November, that's the consensus. One in five sports fans said that's the consensus. However, what they didn't maybe broadcast uh, as the headline yeah. is that the same number of people who said <laughs> October, November, the best time to watch sports. Also, 19% of people, which is, again, roughly the same as 20%, yes. said don't know or have no opinion. Thank goodness. So what we've learned from this is that a good number of people are just like, I don't really care what month uh-huh. is the best. I don't have an opinion on this. I don't know how you don't have an opinion when someone gives you 12 options and you can't pick one of them. But I, I think this, for me, this is uh, not correct. I don't agree with this at all. And that's mostly because I feel like the one of the best times of the year to watch sports is when everything is kind of starting up. Yeah. And so for me, spring is usually good. I would say oh. I'm probably more of a like March, April person for sports Okay, when it starts up because then I've got baseball starting, Major League Soccer is starting, and okay. then you've got the NBA and NHL are starting to get into good, r- tough games mm-hmm. coming to the playoffs. You're getting to some really good battles there. Uh, auto racing's going, which I like. European soccer's winding down, some big matches there. I think that's got the most going for it personally. But where are you on that? I... I like March because you didn't mention the NCAA tournament. Oh, yeah, and you got that, yeah, too. March which Madness. Is, that's actually what I would have said. That's the, the first thing I meant to bring up, but I just <laughs> skipped right over it. because um, yeah. And You're then, right. I mean, granted, it's the end of March, beginning of April, when you go from the, the finals into the Masters, which is a lot of fun. Like, that's a great time of year. But for me, the beginning of football season uh, and then going into basketball and hockey and the wind down of um, MLS and uh, baseball. Yeah. So, I, I mean, anytime between September, November, I like all of that um, because we've got everything going at once. And because yeah. I just would run, I just want to watch football all the time. So yeah, that I, to me is uh, that way is a little more heavy, but March probably is like second. I feel like all the months of football are all equally good because of football, but then there's other, I can't decide if necessarily September's better than November. Like it's all just, it's football. Right. And I also don't like the weather in October, November, so I'm kind of not partial to that. Okay. You're totally right. I'm I'm excited about the warm weather coming. You're probably excited about the cold weather getting here. in the winter, so. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, again, they they could have done a better job in pulling the people and then, you know, the don't know, no opinion. Let's take that out and ask again based on, you know, how many of the the months got above like 8%. Go ask them again. Then maybe it would be better. Yeah, maybe just whittle down the top three or four moments. Uh, by the way, the ones that they said were the worst were April, July, and August. But they all were like 4%, 4%, 3%. <laughs> 
So the best months are 10%. The worst month is 3%. No one really agrees just, on any of this. It's just terrible. Again, 20% of people who responded to this were like, I don't, I don't care. care. So I think that's really where it comes down to. It's Wild Card Wednesday. <laughs> Rob says, uh, my guys. Mr. T-Bone. Just your standard Wild Card Wednesday shout out to Jim Abbott, Tony Aww. Gwynn, Aww. and Shohei Otani. Yes. An appreciation and a shout out. That's nice. Has Shohei Otani hit another home run today yeah. or is he just stuck on two? Oh, he was had two. I don't know. The TV shut off. Oh, yeah. That's right. They did. Well, Shohei Otani, if you've missed this, he hit like a moonshot, yes. 470 feet or something against the White Sox. It's his second of the day. And Mike, Mike Trout also had like a monster home run. So it's a home run derby the against game, the Sox. The game is uh, 10 to 2. Oof. Top of the eighth, two outs. Let's see. And Mike Trout still has one home run. So does. And then Shohei still has two home runs mm. for the day. Any, couldn't get any more off that, huh? That's, I mean. That's too bad. Two less. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Mother Jeffin Douglas says, my gen bones. That's completely wrong. <laughs> uh, favorite, oh, <laughs> well, you know, favorite Columbus and non-Columbus breweries to visit. Oh. I've got one for you for non-Columbus. Okay, I have one for you for non-Columbus too. Indianapolis, uh, I think it's called Gugman Haas Brewery. Uh-huh. Went there over the weekend. They had a race car in the brewery That's because so it's cool. the... Uh, it's the race shop where they built this car. They worked on it. They restored the building. They put a brewery inside of it. The race cars there, cars from like the 40s, the 30s. So anyway, yeah, that's that's, that's where I would awesome. say get out there, check that out. Um, if you're going to Nashville, there is a brewery called Bearded Iris. They oh. have a tap room, and then they've opened up another um, like tap room bar um, closer to Vanderbilt. I and if you are a fan of IPAs, they're they're IPA heavy uh, brewery. Their beers are fantastic. They are slowly starting to distribute up here in Columbus. So if you see anything Homestyle, is their double IPA, and it's in a black can with a gold um, iris on it. Oh, okay, so good. That's my favorite. Um, non Ohio, but like in town, I have so many. Yeah, I think that's the tough like part. Is that there's I love there's a ton sip. of them. Um, somewhere oh, in yeah, somewhere in particular. Love oh sip. my god, that's like I think that's my favorite. But like combustion, they've got two places now. Uh, Land grants. There's, I, I'm like drawing blanks. Oh yeah, we we like uh, obviously. Yeah, there's so many Zaftig good beers. Yeah, Zaftig's great. Yeah, there's uh, so many good ones. Ill mannered up in Powell and not, oh Noctera. Noctera is so yeah. fantastic. Yeah, we got we have good so breweries many here. Good breweries. Go out the Ale Trail books. Yeah. Should be starting to They're probably come out, back right? out. Yeah. I think so. And there's the Ohio and Tap, which is a really cool app to use because it's all of the breweries within the states. Oh man. And they have a really good reward system. And you just check in digitally. And if I could do a podcast about football and beer bone, I think I would be so happy. Why are we not doing this? We, we need ju- to do that. Yeah. Oh no, never mind. I heard podcasts are dying. So don't Oh, do they're the- dying. Right. Okay. Well, let's just talk about beer and football That's fine. outside. We'll do that. We'll make it happen. Uh, yeah. Bengal player says he could have saved their season details next. Man and Bone, Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. We currently have an accident in the area East Broad Street at 3rd Street. That is slowing down traffic quite a bit through that area. Things stop and go right now. Uh, barely moving through, definitely causing some delays. This report sponsored by Audible. Kickstart your imagination with Audible. Here's celebrity and music memoirs, mysteries, true crime, and more. Audible is the home of storytelling. Audiobooks, podcasts, and originals. Sign up for a free trial at audible.com. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. 
only thing scarier than Bones and allergies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. That's right. You know what day it is. <laughs> Wildcard Wednesday. Jen Winters filling in for Common Man today. We're going to go on campus coming up at 448. And uh, also, we will do Psychopath of the Week at 534 before we get into all that. Got to remind you about my friends at Valley Ford of Columbus. I took my Mustang on the road this past weekend. Had a blast driving that out to Indianapolis. It was a did a great job on the freeway. What can I say? It's a great car. I love it. I'm extremely happy with the purchase. That's why I went to Valley Ford of Columbus because I wanted to find the selection that they have and get a good sales experience. Plus, the selection helped me find exactly what I was looking for. ValleyFordofColumbus.com to see that selection. Their memorial sales event is still going on today. So you still have an opportunity to get out there this afternoon, this evening. Head out to Valley Ford of Columbus right now. Check out their selection. See online what they've got. Find your next vehicle, ValleyFordofColumbus.com. That is, uh, tell them T-Bone sent you. And what Mike wants to get shirts made that say, I got boned at Valley Ford of Columbus. They have not signed off on that yet. But if we can get that done, maybe we'll uh, have some T-shirts out there. I don't know. Um, I, w- I want one. <laughs> That's fine. I think I think the stipulation is you have to get a car at Valley Ford, and then That's you get fine. then you get the then you get the boned at Valley Ford shirt. I don't know. Uh, it is Wild Card Wednesday. Let's knock out some of these. Uh, Biggie Sounds says Wild Card Wednesday question: Does a straw have one hole or two? Uh, so it has two holes. Well, the two hole argument: a straw and a cup cannot have the same amount of holes. I don't know what that means necessarily. My, my but, head hurts. Okay. I think it's one hole because a straw could be a solid. And if it had a whole board through it, like if it was a flat oh, piece of, if it was I a flat you, piece okay. of wood and you drilled a hole in it, that would be one hole. It's just a really, it's a really thick thing that you're, and that, you know it's what I mean? A like big old hole. It's, <laughs> it's a elongated <laughs> hole through a straw. It's one long hole. It doesn't uh-huh. have two holes, right? It can't. Mm. It has one continuous. See, now I think this is getting. Yeah, I don't know. Like a like a tire. Does a tire have one hole or two? Each of those little openings on either end, is that two holes? No, it's one hole that they cut through the tire, isn't it? Because it's got sides. Yeah. And a straw has a much longer side than a tire. Oh. But if you think of it oriented like a wheel, I think it has one hole. I didn't think that we'd ever get like. Deep I, philosophical type questions well, like these, especially on Wild Card Wednesday. But I like that. Thank you, Biggie Sounds. Well, see, this is one of those like, is a hot dog a sandwich or not? It's that, that type of thing. That's is is a chili a, a soup or a stew? Mm. Uh, see, I don't even know the difference. What's the difference between a soup and a stew? A, a, stew? a stew is like hearty with like a little bit of broth. Oh, okay. And a soup is a soup, and then chili <laughs> is its own thing. Yeah, I think chili could be a third, but some people make a chili that is more soupy than others. Are there horse socks? Is anyone listening to me? <laughs> I, that's true. I don't know either. <laughs> we all have these moments. It's okay. Kenny says, okay, here's a question. It's Wild Card Wednesday, not Wild Cat Wednesday. Why do you play that annoying Penn State cat call every three minutes? Well, God, first of all, because it's wild, it's Wild Card Wednesday. Whenever we say that, this automatically has to play Wild Card Wednesday. And the reason for it is because wild card makes us think of wild cat. Yeah. And then that's what we, that's what it, it, a wild card and a wild cat are very similar. If you, if I think you, yes, if they I both can are unhinged at any second, 
Jen, like your brother's name is Eric, right? Yes. If if I met Eric for the first time yes. and you brought him into the station yes. and I was talking to Eric and you're like, oh, this is my, bro- my brother. Everyone calls him Wildcat Eric. I would be like, well, Wildcat Eric must be a real crazy guy, like a wild card. Yeah. I don't think wild card and wildcat are separate at all. I don't either. I feel like every wildcat is a wild card. Yes. So that's where this comes from, in my opinion. I think it's pretty standard under ex- explanation of everything. I think it makes total well, sense. And I, I like the, the cat call because it's not, we're not at Penn State, so that's fine. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else do we have here? I've got a few more of these I should get to. Do we want to do that or do you want to do the Bengals guy who thinks he could save their season thing? Whatever. Again, whatever you want to do, your I, name's I, on I the show, you, buddy. I asked you a question. I just wanted... Yes, I know my name. Mr. T-Bone? I know my name's on the show. Thank you, Matt Millen. <laughs> All right. Well, Tyler Boyd will do this and then we'll get back to some more wild card or Wildcat Wednesday, whatever. Uh, Tyler Boyd says that Cincinnati Bengals could have used his help. Of course, he was uh, injured. Yeah. And was not able to help out as much as he wanted to. He had a deep thigh bruise early in the second quarter of the loss to the Chiefs. He said he would have finished the game if he was at least 80% healthy. He said, still to this day, I feel like if I would have played that whole game, I was the key factor. We would have won the game. I don't think he's totally wrong. He had two catches for 40 yards. But then he got hurt. I mean... Even if you think that's arrogant, I don't blame him for being arrogant. No, and he should feel that way. Yeah. You want to believe in yourself. You want, I mean, especially because his his rookie contract is coming up and I know he feels terrible about it. And I'm, I'm sure he's associating that injury to whatever's going to happen with him professionally. And yeah, no, you want your player to feel that way. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think that's a bad thing at all. No. In fact, I think that's, that's the way most players confidence level is, whether they'll say it publicly or not. He's just willing to say it, but yeah, why would you go out there and play if you didn't think you made a difference? Yeah. You know what I mean? Most everyone in pro sports, I think, think believes if they're not playing, they should be because they would help the team win. Yes. And if they're out there and the team's losing, they probably think, well, some of that's my fault, but some of it's this other guy's fault. Like they, they think they make a difference more than anybody else on the team. Yeah. I think that's why most people get up in, in some way or shape or form, like do certain things in their lives. Maybe not your job necessarily. Maybe you don't feel that way about that, but. Like if you go volunteer at like a charity or something, mm-hmm. if someone was like, do you think you're making a difference here? What are you going to say? No. Like, you know what I mean? Right. That's why people do things a lot of times is because they believe that they're doing something important. So I'm guessing if you're a pro athlete getting paid millions of dollars, whether it's right or not, most pro athletes think, yeah, I make a difference. I'm, I would, I am a difference maker on this team. Yeah. I help out. I, if I was out there, we could have done better. Yes. And so I don't think that's. It sounds arrogant on the surface, but if you really stop and think about it, it's not that arrogant. In fact, I think it's fairly normal. So. No, and I, and I like that he's he's you know he feels that way, and hopefully, I like him. I mean, I'm not a, a Bengals fan, but I really like him, and I want him to to do well and 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 stay. I think he would be great staying on the Bengals. So please sign him, Jen. Do you have? And I'm not saying this in a facetious way. Do you have a longer list of people in the NFL that you hate or people that you I love? Have people that I love. I know, and that's that's interesting. That's because I just I don't know. I'm I'm an idiot who watches way too much football. It doesn't make you an idiot. And I end up and a lot of it has to do with fantasy football because I will pick somebody up that I think is going to do well and then I fall in love with them. Mm. Yeah. I just I, I get that. I do. You, you have a little bit of that this is a thing I've just experienced and so now they're like my favorite they're person. My favorite person. They're like and then that becomes like forever they're a yeah. ride or die for you. Yes. Even if it's just like this guy was on my team for three months. 
He had one good game, <laughs> but that good game helped me win a very important yes, matchup. That's exactly what it and is. And so then for the rest of the time, I you're mean, like, that's my guy. Well, and it's so funny because I have favorite Buckeye players through the mm. years. And two of them work here, and I'm like, I've never told them that I feel that way about them. Oh. One of them is Tyvis, the other one's Devere. Sure. Well, those guys are both great. They're both great, and yeah. I like that those were my dudes. And so, like, the fact that I work with them is just, like, even cooler. It is cool. <laughs> it's always cool. I've, I've, look, that's, I, I remember the first time I walked in and Craig Krenzel was there, and I'm like, cool. this, this is the guy that I've watched, like, win a national so championship, cool. and now we work together. <laughs> yeah, it was a very interesting experience. I totally get it. On Campus is coming up next. It's Wild Card Wednesday right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Looks like we're still dealing with an accident in East Broad Street at 3rd Street. That is slowing down traffic quite a bit through that area right now, causing some delays. Please be patient and careful there. This report is sponsored by Verizon. Ready to take control of your phone plan? Well, then you better make that next turn to a Verizon store. Because my plan from Verizon is the kind of control we all deserve. Get exactly what you want. Only pay for what you need. Get my plan at your Verizon store today. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. It is a wild card Wednesday. Jen Winters filling in for Common Man today. Uh, we are going to go on campus in mere moments. We're also going to do Psycho of the Week coming up at 534. I think I found one of the biggest psychos uh, so far on Psycho have. of the Week that we've ever had. Yes. So it's a new segment. We've done it for maybe like six weeks now. Yeah. But I feel like I've got a pretty good Psycho of the Week. May top all the ones we've done so far. But we'll do that at 534. So don't miss that. You ready to go with some on campus stuff? All right. Teddy, let's do it. Let's go on campus. Common Man and T-Bones. On campus. The latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by Weedy Wonder. Stay wonderfully weird. All right, Jen, take it away. So we kind of alluded to this last hour in regards to um, how Hugh Freeze feels about the portal era that we are currently in. Um, he thinks that there's a lot of tampering involved and he believes he would has an idea to help stop it. Um, he is, of course, the head coach of Auburn, and he thinks the NCAA should go back to the way things used to be done. Freeze told reporters on Tuesday that he thinks the NCAA should require transfer players to sit out a year unless the player has already graduated or his team had a head coaching change, though Freeze admits the role is likely never coming back. When you combine immediate eligibility with the new NIL rules, the transfer portal has essentially become free agency for college athletes. Freeze's idea is to discourage players from entering the portal by requiring them to sit out a season if they transfer, which is what undergraduate transfers used to have to do. Freeze is right in that the NCIAA is highly unlikely to revert to its old system. Yeah, there's no way. They're, no way. There's no way they're going back to that. And if you're talking about tampering being such a big deal, fine tampering's bad but i don't know i look at that more as like so are bank robberies right you know what i mean like we we have though rules that say you're not supposed to do that yeah so let's have rules that say you can't tamper and then beyond that if people break those rules well then that's on the ncaa or whoever to punish and make the punishments effective i don't think the idea is let's just like under his rule it's like oh man tampering has caused some problems so 
let's get rid of the ability for players to transfer. It's like, <laughs> no, let's punish the people who are doing the tampering. That's exactly. That's it. your issue. Other, his logic on that would be, we're having too many bank robberies. Let's get rid of banks so no one can bank right. rob anymore. It's like, well, people still do other crimes. So just, I think it's a dumb way to look it at it. It is a dumb way to look at it. But, I mean, he, it's not never going to change. No. Um, speaking of other kind of dumb things, the SEC. Yes. Just, there you go. The, <laughs> the SEC, SEC is dumb. We, they they yes. are currently in Destin, so go find them and, and throw things well, at them. That's where they do their league yeah, they're, it's media their, days their, or their, their, their kickoff. Their media days or whatever, whatever the hell they're is. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the hottest topic right now is what are we going to do with schedule in 2024 when Texas and Oklahoma join to make it a 16-team league with no divisions? And the options are sticking with an eight-game slate, but shifting to one annual rivalry game instead of the current two are going nine games with three annual rivals. The SEC has been trying to figure this out now for more than a year. And the um, craziest thing about all of this is Texas A&M has been in the SEC for now 11 years, 2012, but they've only played Georgia once since joining. And um, Jimbo Fisher... Is, is kind of, he wants to create a new rivalry and he wants it to be Texas A&M versus the Longhorns when the Longhorns arrive. But here's the deal. Texas and Oklahoma have a very big rivalry and they're coming in at the same time. And so if, if Jimbo gets his way, Texas A&M and Texas would be playing every year and you would shift then the Red River rivalry to an every other year sort of thing. Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest part of this whole schedule shuffle they're talking about is how do you deal with the rivalries? That's what makes college football great. Right. And sorry, Jimbo, you don't get to decide what Texas's biggest rival is. Like, yeah, Texas has to say you're their biggest rival too. Yes. If they don't feel that way, and I don't think they do, no, then. Yeah. Well, and like the thing is, is that Texas A and M has been playing LSU every year, so that's the SEC version of A&M's rivalry. Yes. And he says LSU's become a great rivalry for us, but as you go traditional rivalries of A&M, you'd say Texas. So it'll be interesting to see this. the vote is supposed to quote-unquote happen this week. We should know by Friday, but odds are it probably won't happen. By the way, for whatever it's worth, Destin, lovely spot to go to Beautiful. if you're looking for a little vacation spot. I, that's like my favorite place. Yeah. So I do, I've never been there when all the SEC knobs are there, but maybe someday we'll be there in town while they're all there doing their big... <laughs> Paul Feinbaum is on the beach. Paul Feinbaum! He's on a beach right now. I know. He's doing the show from a beach. Eli Drinkwitz or whatever the goofball's uh, name is that's there. Numb, uh, numb balls. Yeah, the guy for from, uh, Missouri, uh, right? Missouri. Yeah. Who's... <laughs> Is saying that yeah, we should probably like get rid of all this nil stuff. It's yeah, like it's that's like, oh, yeah. Buddy. He if you didn't hear this, he brought up that a pediatrician that he knows that like kids are making more. Than his college players, some of them are making more money than the pediatrician that he knows. And it's like, you know who else makes more money than the pediatrician? All the people that you're talking to, yeah. like the guy on the radio that you're talking to right there in in uh, Paul Feinbaum. Also. All your assistant coaches that you hired, they're all making, you are making more money than the pediatrician. And he's like, well, this guy saves kids' lives. You're right. Yeah. So, so what are we saying then? Are you know. saying that college football shouldn't get paid more than a pediatrician? I agree with that. It's not going away. You're the one getting the most of all these idiots at but, that school. But look, we're talking about the football coach of Missouri. Right. He, he did something today. 
Congratulations. Yeah. You know what? He got his name out there. I'm very happy. If you're like, I didn't know Missouri had a football coach, you've forgotten all about him. Good. So has most people. Yep. Now you remember him for being a dumbass, but you at least remember him. All right. So we'll get into some more. We'll get into some more wildcard Wednesdays. You can still tweet us those at man and bone 971 on the Twitter machine. Uh, We will also talk about another football coach from the South. I guess this is all. Talking about the South, talking about Southern football. Nick Saban has a solution for fixing college football. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do some wildcard Wednesdays. I think we'll do mostly wildcard Wednesdays, but we'll talk about Nick Saban for a few minutes. That's all coming up when we get back. It's Man and Bone. Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. We currently have an accident just reported on the east outer belt collector's lane southbound at I-70 east side. Right lane blocked there. Police and ODOT crews on the scene. That is causing some slowdowns right now, so please be careful through that area. This report sponsored by AutoZone. Get in the zone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm Adam Zelli for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bones. Happy Wednesday to you. Oh, yes, you know what it is. Wild Card Wednesday. Jen Winters filling in for Common Man today. Don't forget, if you're looking to make a sports bet, sports gambling legal in the state of Ohio. Everybody's aware of that, I think. The Barstool Sportsbook app is the official sports betting app of this show, Common Man and T-Bone. Of course, we are making our bets there or live at the Barstool Sportsbook in Hollywood Casino. You can find it. You can find out more. Just go download the Barstool Sportsbook app if you're up for gambling. That's where we do it. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Jen, we were talking about uh, yesterday the Indy 500. Yes. I was out there this past weekend. One of the things that kind of came out of that was the wheel that went flying up over the fence and out of the racetrack at Indianapolis. And it ended up hitting a car uh, that was one of the people who was there to watch the race. Her car got damaged by this tire. They had to tow it away because like the radiator was busted. Couldn't drive. Its name was Snowball. Yeah, the car had a nickname. (laughs) It was very nice. Well, today it came out that uh, Penske Entertainment, who runs Indianapolis Motor Speedway, that, that group, Roger Penske is a team owner, a famous you know, racing figure. He also owns Indianapolis Motor Speedway. They've said, we're going to go ahead and get her a new car. Well, that's nice. Yeah, I think that's cool. And it's funny how the branding worked out because Chevrolet sponsors a lot of stuff out there at the Speedway. I'm guessing oh. I'm guessing it'll be a brand new Chevrolet would be my guess. Because she drove a Chevrolet, She drove right? a Chevy Cruze, right? Like conspiracy theory land. That's, yes. your, that's your world. Oh, yeah. Was this all oh, yeah. a big setup? Did they have the tire rigged to explode like that? That's all. Hit a Chevy and then get some too extra marketing, right? It is yeah. too convenient, Jen. It is Jen. way too convenient. Someone ought to look into that. Maybe you need to do a podcast that's all about examining the craziness that happens. And maybe you could get to the bottom of why was Indianapolis in on trying to promote Chevy at the Indy 500 by having a tire fly out and just randomly hitting a Chevy Cruze out in the parking lot. Uh, Yeah. No, that's... You know what's so funny? Named after Tom Cruise. Most people don't know that. The Chevy Cruze named Named after. Yes, because it's tiny but handsome. Yes. That's right. And good at doing its own stunts. As you saw, it I, took that, it licked really well and kept on, well, it didn't Tom keep going, Cruise you know. was the wheel that 
<laughs> the tire that flew off. He was off. method acting he as was, a wheel. He was like, yeah, I trained really hard for this role. Like, <laughs> 220 miles an hour is no joke, guys. It's really tough to do. He got up and he had like barely a scratch. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a wild man. He's in his 60s. Isn't Brad Pitt, now that I'm thinking of Hollywood handsome actors, all that stuff. Yeah. Brad Pitt is doing, I want to say, a Formula One movie. He is. And I believe they're putting, I don't know if they're putting him in a car. It's not they a Formula are. One car. Okay, it it's is. The He's going to be. step down from Formula it's One. A, yeah, Formula Two. Okay. But it, it's going to be a, rigged up to look like an F1 car. It's still a very powerful race yes. car. But he's not going to be on track with the actual like F1 guys. They, no. Listen. He, but he will be racing on the track that is set up for whatever the race is that yeah, he's going so to be so they'll have at. all these people in the stands and then they'll yeah. say, all right, fans, here comes Brad Pitt and then he'll just be driving around and probably wrecking because he I, doesn't know what yeah, he's doing. I'd lose my mind. Well, this is what it reminded me when I saw that story that this is how much sports have changed. In the 90s, well, the late 80s when they made, you know, uh, Days of Thunder. Oh, yeah. That was a real that all those shots were great they had no cgi back then no. right to do this stuff they had to get the cars really out on racetracks and and a lot of that was oh, set yeah. up at racetracks where there were no other race cars other than the stunt cars for the movie yeah but there's a lot of scenes that involve them driving with actual nascar drivers yeah, okay. I'm, about to, I'm about to don't do it oh god bless you you got it i have god bless you you can do it. Oh, poor bone. I had a sneezing fit just now. I've never had that happen on the air. I'm so sorry. That's All right. okay. We're back. Uh, but the anyway, Days of Thunder, long story short, they put them in real races. They actually had these actors and fake race cars in the race with real race cars Whoa. during like a real Southern 500 or whatever. Holy like crap. Yeah. Could you imagine now like a no. Formula One race where it's like, <laughs> here's the starting grid and Brad Pitt is also here. I could Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton like going around corners so fast and like Red, Red Bull wouldn't have any of that. No, I can't. Well, I would think that would be like considered a safety hazard. Yes. If you knew I have to go drive now and there's a car out here where it's not a professional driver. Right. Now, I think in Days of Thunder, they hired Teddy. Isn't that right? They hired like guys who were professional auto racers to drive those cars. Yeah, so guys who are normally would be racing, maybe not you know this year. Maybe they raced in previous years or yes. in the Xfinity series. So, yes. yeah, they were, oh, wow. Yeah. But some of the cars, I want to say, they had cameras mounted in them, and they had to get like a special thing to say, look, we're not going to get in anybody's way, but we just we're, we want to be in the shots yeah. and... You know, they had the camera cars out there to, you know, chase these cars around and stuff like that. It's it's That's, wild that they well, made th it that way. And you think about it now, considering how technology is and things are much easier to replicate and sight uh, cameras are smaller. You don't need, you could even put a drone, I'm sure, flying through some of these little shots. The fact that they were able to do that and no one died. <laughs> right. Oh, like, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. They did wreck a lot of cars. Yes. But... Yeah, that's not. Do that's, you remember the King's Island oh, Days of Thunder ride? I that lived, was so fun, Jen. I lived for that ride. That was the best because it wasn't a roller coaster. No, I, I mean, loved I, it. So you didn't get because you do roller coasters make you feel like motion sickness. Yeah, I hate roller coasters, but like if it's but this didn't make you feel motion sick. Mm -mm. Interesting. No, well, I, I don't guess, like the the heights and the, the okay stomach coming out of your mouth and it's yeah because it's the drop yeah you don't I like that. that okay no but like if it's close to the ground and you're getting whipped around and it's you know nauseating that way that's fine yeah that's what that if you don't remember that right it was basically like each the movie were seats chair. were all, yeah they were on a chair and then they had you buckled in yeah 
And then the chair whipped you around and moved. It was a moved. lot of fun. But when they would go around a corner at like banking, yeah. it would tilt you that way and then it would pull you back in the seat. It was, it was, yeah, I always I enjoyed really, that I ride. I loved that ride. That ride was so much fun. I am also reminded that there were, because uh, now my brain's just jumping around to other movies where they've gone to real sporting events and yeah. used a part of it for the movie. I want to say that Fever Pitch movie with Jimmy Fallon <gasps> they, they and that. Drew Barrymore. Yes. I think when the Red Sox won either the World Series or, uh, yeah, I think it, it was, was when they won the World Series. It was. In 04? Yes. The big comeback against, you know, like the Yankees, and then they went and won the World Series after that. I want to say that World Series is when they they were in the stands filming it, and when the Red Sox won, they actually had clearance for Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore to like so, hop on the field yeah. and run out there or do something where they celebrated on the field while the actual real celebration of history is going on. This dumb movie was also there. It was a dumb movie. I the the book was by Nick Hornby, who I like. That's another problem I have is that the book was actually was, was about, about Arsenal. Yes, it was about soccer. I read the it book. Has nothing about it was. I a love pitch. the book. Fever pitch was about the field soccer yes. field pitch. It was not about baseball, but they're like, Americans won't go for soccer. Let's do baseball. Yeah. Great. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate that. Also, not a fan of Jimmy Fallon. No? He's pandering and annoying. I, you know, I get that vibe. I'm not, I don't really watch Jimmy Fallon at all. I can't handle him at all. But I'm saying, I'm a, I'm a Colbert man myself. I love but, Colbert. And, yeah. and James Corden was the English version of Jimmy Fallon. Uh, oh, And okay. I'm so glad he's gone. Yeah. See, Jimmy Fallon does the thing that I, and, and you can tell, because he's, he's not a great actor. No. Where he does that thing where it's like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm going to pull the lever and uh, you're going to like come up with whatever it says on the little game where it's like. And we talked about it five minutes before you came out here. Yeah, it's like, no, this is all like your band then suddenly knows how to play the arrangement of a cover of a song that is not even the style. Right. Like this was all rehearsed. Time out about the band because the band is the roots. I I know. I know. We don't mess with the roots. The legendary roots crew is awesome. And you know why? Again, another reason I don't like Jimmy Fallon is that he, he. took the roots off the road the roots should be out making new music instead they're doing this i hate him so much i know you're right you're right jimmy fallon not my guy not my guy anyway but that's right though he was on the field for that i'm not making that up okay that's good to know uh let's get some more wild card wednesdays if i can find the little there we go that's the soundbite we use that's right uh let's see here i have one from oh we already did the straw question what am i looking for I have more of these questions. Where'd they go? Oh, this isn't a question, but Zach says, my guy and my gal. Ain't nobody got time for that. With Major League Baseball all-star voting starting today, I just want to send a PSA reminder that fan votings are stupid and shouldn't be included for any sports. Uh, oh. Interesting. Oh, well, so here's the thing, though, with MLB. They should be happy that there are fans, right? <laughs> this is true. So yeah. I, I get where you're coming from, but at the same time, I vote every year. Am I am I a moron? No. I, I vote for the the Guardians and the AL and I vote for the Braves and the NL. I think that's his point though, is that most people who are voting are doing well, I'm just voting for guys on my team that I'm I sorry, like. I'm not going to spend my time and effort on Aaron Judge. No, because I, I know he's going to be a starter and I don't like him. No, I'm not voting for him. <laughs> yes, he's an amazing player and I'm tired of talking about him. Yeah, but that's that's where I think he's I know. I get what he's saying because But we're fans. Yeah. And no. it should be up to the fans. And yes, it should be up to some of the other 
big wigs within the MLB, the the managers, uh, the players, team captains, what the hell ever. But yes, the fans should have a say. Yeah, I, I don't deny that the fans should have a say. And I don't, I don't quite honestly, it's an all-star game. Who cares? Right. Like, just make sure the game's fun and let's keep this all light and yeah. have a good time with it. If somehow, like, let's say this would never happen in a million years. Let's say that the all-star voting left Shohei Otani off, like, all the fan votes just and okay. everybody else. It no, won't, ha- I, I, it won't I, I, happen. No, because it won't he's happen. a pitcher. No. So he would be added by the manager. Remember? Right. That's what I'm saying. As long as there's a common sense thing right. that can say, oh, hey, one of the best players in the league somehow wasn't put in this because he's whatever. Like, that's not going to happen but with Shohei Otani. percentage is a percentage. Yes. That's I, that's why I'm saying I don't think it's that big of a it's deal. It's not that big of a deal. But you know what? It's your wild card Wednesday. I'll no, let you I'll live. I'll take it. You but wanna, yeah. I don't agree with it. You want to do that? That's fine. Uh, Jesse says, my winter bones. <laughs> In honor of the Yutz who was complaining about the Wildcat, I think you should find a way to pepper it in even more today. Oh, I like that. Keep up the great work. Aww. Hashtag Wildcard Wednesday. That was oh, my there dad. You go. We'll Thanks, play it again. Dad. Oh, that's really nice of him. Oh, yeah? I'm just kidding. Oh, it's not your dad. My dad doesn't know just Your dad's not. <laughs> oh, he good. still has an AOL email address, and I am not kidding about that. My mom actually runs a Twitter bot farm, so she's oh, she she's very much got it down pat. She's <laughs> trying to influence some more elections around the world. That's what she's decided to do with her spare time. And again, let her live. Uh, Beer Man also says that Jen Winters is more than okay in my book. Mentioning Willie and Chris Christopherson Aww. is like a double cherry on top. So he thinks you're great. Hey, thanks, Beer Man. There you go. Yeah, Beer Man's on on board. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. Sure, we have something else. Oh, I didn't even get to the Nick Saban thing. So there you go. Yeah. My bad. We skipped over that to talk about. I don't even remember what we just talked about. It was a blur. Random. Random everything. We'll do Nick Saban next. We'll talk about Nick Saban we on a wild card. We will not do him. You, hey, whatever. It's That's yep, Miss yep, 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 yep. never know what we're going to do. Miss right. What's-Her-Name's job. What? <laughs> to do Nick Saban. Miss uh, Miss Terry. Miss Terry's job is She'll be to doing do Nick, Nick Saban. Saban. So she's, yeah, she's doing Nick Saban. That's right. Yeah. Uh, it's Wild Card Wednesday on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Looks like we currently have an accident reported I-70 westbound between I-71 East Split and US-23. Uh, things kind of slowing down. Stop and go traffic through that area could delay you just a little bit. This report sponsored by eBay Motors. You do anything to keep your vehicle happy. Let's make sure it stays running smoothly. With eBay guaranteed fit, the right parts are just to click away. When you see the green check, you know that part will fit. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Adam Selleck for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. No filler guests, no intelligence, and most of the time, no sports. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wild Card Wednesday to you. Maybe you're getting out from uh, Muirfield, where you just went to the Pro-Am. You mm-hmm. saw Steph Curry out there, Peyton Manning out there. Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald. Lots of, yeah, lots of talent out there. Larry Fitzgerald. I've I've said this. I've never said this on the radio, but I'm going to. Okay. Nice Heine. <laughs> Your guy? Yeah. Okay. Hey, that's fine. You're allowed to he like looks, Larry looks, Fitzgerald's he looks Heine. Really good in those golf pants. There you go. And in the and when he he played in the league, he looked good in those those tight 
Pants. Jen, there's nothing Sorry, wrong. Sorry, I had to be a girl for a second. Jen, there's nothing wrong with I saying that say you something. find people attractive. That That's was, not. That, have a you listened to our show? For me to say, have you listened to our show? I have. Have you heard Mike talk about the gymnast from LSU, Olivia Dunn? <laughs> Olivia Dunn. Yes. I'm just saying, like, yeah, it's okay to like oh. say that someone you found like athletes. This just in, they had a whole issue where every one of them got naked, naked. for ESPN. <laughs> For decades, they did this. So, yeah, we it's all right. You're allowed to point yes. out that athletes, former athletes, they're in good shape and some of them are attractive. That's Keep fine. up the good work, Larry. I love you and I miss you. Thank you. <laughs> That's fine. See, this is what it is. It's Wild Card Wednesday. That's a wild card. That's what it's all about. I'm good with that. Okay. Uh, so this one comes from this wild card comes from Steve, who said, Wild Card Winters. Oh, I keep hitting the wrong thing. This is what I Kicker! The kicker! What is your fast food unpopular opinion? Mine is that cane sauce really sucks. I, wow. Whoa. Okay. (sighs) I was not prepared for that. I have to sit down for that because I put my fries in the sauce. Now, now, non-sports Matt doesn't care for the sauce, so I always get his. Oh, that's excellent. You see, yes. you get a twofer. So I get a twofer. That's nice. Um, but he, he dips everything in, in ketchup anyway, so that's he puts his kid. Not the chicken. Yeah. What? It's gross. Why? It It's gross. I'm, I can't. I can't. I mean, my kids do that, but they're kids. I'm hoping they'll grow he's, out of it. He's, he's going to be 48. <laughs> <laughs> hey, again, to each their own. It's right. not the way I would eat the chicken. No, no, but... Oh, I okay. So Taco Bell is my favorite place. I'm with you. I like Taco Bell a lot. There are I have two hot takes about Taco Bell. Okay, the first is their grilled chicken is gross. Mm. Um, they used to do a shredded chicken, and I'm very mad that they got rid of the shredded chicken. Shredded chicken was better. So much. I agree with you on that. And I don't understand the love. For Baja Blast. Oh, that's wow. But I'm not a Mountain wow. Dew fan. Wow. And I've had it a few times and I just don't get it. Jen, I'm personally I'm offended. sorry. I am personally. I know that's a hot this. take, especially on this show. No, listen. And I would um, like to be invited back, but that's those are <laughs> you're my general. Fine, feelings. you'll be invited back. <laughs> Here's what I will tell you. I like Baja Blast so much that now because we're in the season. Where you can find Baja Blast at non Taco Bell locations. Wait, they they put it out like outside of Taco Bell. I did. They not put it know out in that. cans and bottles oh. this here time of year. Oh. It's because it's getting to be around summertime. Yeah, and they will put it out. I swear, every month, every year, it gets shorter and shorter. Where it's like it used to feel like it was a month or month and a half. Yeah. Now it's like two days. I don't know when they do it. I might have already missed it. But there's a window of time where you can go into like a grocery store. Yeah. And you will just see in the Mountain Dew section, you'll see regular Mountain Dew, might see Code Red, and then you will see Baja Blast. And the coveted, the holy grail of holy grails for me, because I love Baja Blast, Baja Blast Zero. Okay. Which is... I didn't know that that was a thing. So I would like to try that because I don't like full sugar sodas. Okay. They have that at at Taco Bell. They have a zero. Oh, they do? Of Baja Blast. Yeah. You just say Baja Blast zero. And unless they're like out of it on that day, because maybe they haven't switched stuff over or something. But yeah, they have it. I will try it in a zero and I will report back. But odds are I'm probably not going to like it. That's fine. If you don't like it now, it tastes just like Baja Blast, but it's not sugar. It's zero version of it. But it still, I think, tastes pretty close. Okay. So... No, I specifically go to Taco Bell to get Baja Blast, and then the food is like a nice addition really? to it. Really? Yes. 
<laughs> I I love Baja Blast. I am like a child with Baja Blast. I would drink that every day of the week if I if it oh, was not like funny. forbidden or whatever. I right. would I would probably that would be the main thing I would drink. Okay. That's how much I like Baja Blast. Well, so that's about, fine. What about you? Chick fil A sandwiches. Yeah. Mid. Yes. Even less than mid. One hundred percent. Not agree worth with you for me. That. Not for me. Yeah. Not worth if if and I've I've said this on the show before. There is a a particular Chick fil A I'm thinking of. No offense to that location. It is right across the street from a Wendy's. Mm-hmm. If I'm in the mood for some Chick fil A, I would certainly go over there. Yeah. But if I just want a chicken sandwich that tastes good, oh Wendy's, yes. I'm saying if I look at the Chick fil A line. And it's 37 people deep. And I look at the Wendy's line and it's like five or 10, like a normal fast food place. I'll go sit in the Wendy's line. No questions asked. And I'd get the sandwich I'd actually prefer. I like the spicy chicken at Wendy's way better than I like the Chick-fil-A sandwich. Personally. I just like the waffle fries and their mac and cheese. Oh, you know what? I guess that's another hot take for me. I'm not a fan of waffle fries. I could, I could live. No, unless you have a big cup of cheese sauce, then maybe I'll dip it in the cheese. Yep. Yep. But I'm not I'm not a big fan of waffle fries. I like a single solitary fry. I don't need them to be well, I, waffle cut. I like them too, but the waffle fries, even if they get cold, they aren't unpleasant. Really? I feel like when they're cold, they're even worse no, like, than regular cold like fries. Like McDonald's fries, when they're cold, just make me mad. Yeah, they're bad. They're like it's like eating like the inner of the inner ring of a tire. It's so like it's gross. just it's so rubbery. Right. But when they're when they're done right, the perhaps the best fries ever made. By man. And the best fried thing ever made by man. Yes. It may be. Oh, but they're the, yes. No, I can't do the waffle fries. I mean, I'll eat them like I'll eat anything, but I'm saying they're not my favorite. I, if they offered like crinkle crud or just a regular, yeah. you know, normal fry, I would. I'd what get about that. like the curly fries from Arby's? Oh, one of my I favorites. One of my favorites. Yes. Yeah. Curly fries are excellent. And I would actually take a curly fry over probably any other fry, including McDonald's fries. Wow. I do like the curly fries that much. I would just eat fries as a meal. I, Honestly, this is a great idea. <laughs> Welcome to our new restaurant concept. <laughs> Fries Fry. It's it's called meal. it's called dips. Yep. 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 Dip. Yep. It's just dips for your fries. I Only love- thing we serve <gasps> is fries. We have a hundred different dip options. So when oh you come up, it's God. like we know you're getting fries. What do you want with the fries? Fat ass. We'd say that. Ranch. We'd yell that at you, and we'd say that as a term of endearment. Like, what are you getting with the with the fries? What dip do you but want? It's got to be the good ass ranch. The good, yes. Where do we get the good ass ranch from? Where um, Where do you find the good ass ranch? Good is, ass ranch is that the, Hidden Valley? No, See, like Hidden Valley's mid. Okay, because my kids do not like Hidden Valley. At no, all. it's it's you know like or they'll eat it, but they they prefer the restaurant cup of yes, like McDonald's like, ranch. They love. Oh, I've never had that. They'll get that. Oh, they get that with chicken nuggets all the time. I get the sweet and sour. Yes, rail the rail, um, burger place. Okay, their ranch is f- fabulous. All right. Um, Rusty Bucket, their ranch is really good. So we're talking places that are making the ranch. Yes, Jets, Jets Pizza, their ranch is, you can even buy, and I have, I've bought a full-size bottle of their ranch from them. I didn't even know, I see, I'm not in the ranch game. Ranch is not my biggest thing. There's a Facebook group of Columbus Ranch Connoisseurs (laughs) that I'm a part of, and it's fantastic, and I like to go on there and find out where the best ranch is. So if you're on Facebook, like your aunt and your mom, go on there and find it. I'm just going to play that again because I didn't know there was a Columbus Facebook group for ranch. There is. That's great. I guess we should probably talk about Nick Saban. No, Sorry we don't about have, I, I, we, we should probably talk about it. But I like the fact, I, I'm so glad to know that I learned this. This is great. Yeah. I will hold that over your head forever. That's this fine. Is awesome. It's fine. 
Uh, Nick Saban says he has, quote, no problem with athletes being paid like employees. He then said, make it like the NFL. It's better than what we have now. He was at the SEC spring meetings in Destin, Florida. He said, you think I'm crazy for saying all this stuff uh, with you know lots of question marks behind it? He said, I have no problem. I mean, unionize it. It's going to be the same for everyone. I think that's better than what we have now. And he went on to talk about how the same problem exists that, that's been bemoaned by lots of coaches, that the rules are all different in every state. So one state says you can pay high school athletes when they're seniors. Another state says you can't pay guys unless it's this specific set of rules. And he's saying that limits what we can do. Why don't we unionize it, make it their employees? Yeah. And I do think that's where it's headed. Do it you th- will. Do you think it'll get there? It will. I mean, right now we're living in the wild west of of nil. I mean, while it's it's lightly relegated, it's not heavily. And I think we're going to get to the point where we we start seeing unions form. It'll be like the the NFL Players Association. Yeah. Um. I mean, as we're getting to the fact where there will be two super conferences. And then everybody else will be outside of the super conference. Yeah. That's, that's just the general direction. Give it a couple of years. I do feel like employee making, you would be able to do things like making student athletes employees. I feel like a little easier if it became, you know, departments, yeah. right? Like, like I don't think student, I don't know, but if a student works at the library, mm-hmm. do they have to get the same pay rate as someone who's like a grad student assistant? No. I don't think so. No, right. If works. someone works at the coffee shop in the student union, do they yeah. make the same amount as someone who's doing something at like the music department where maybe they have a secondary job? You know, I don't know. I'm guessing not. I'm guessing not. Maybe either. there's a structure that allows you to say, Hey, football players are going to get paid more because they're football players and they're employees, but they have a bigger role in the funding of the school. I don't know. I don't know how that'll work, but I just know they will get around that and they'll figure it out. And I do think at some point, maybe 10, 15 years down the road, but we're going to get there. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, it's it's inevitable. Yeah. So Nick Saban, once again, as much as I hate to say it, he's dead on with this. All right. Psycho of the week is coming up next. I've got a pretty good one. Jen's got a pretty good one. We're going to bring these to you next. And uh <laughs> Prepare to be wowed is what I'm going to tell you yeah. because this is some psychopath behavior we'll get it to. It's Wild Card Wednesday here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. We currently have a closure causing some issues. I-70 westbound between I-71 east split and US-23. That has been completely closed down due to an accident there. I-70 westbound closed after the downtown exit. This report is sponsored by STEM. Humans can do a lot of amazing things. Fighting bugs isn't one of them. STEM is powered by active ingredients found in plants to fight off bugs safely and effectively when used as directed. STEM rooted in nature, optimized by science. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Off topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a great a great Wednesday. Wildcard Wednesday is what we're on right now. And I'm all the way on the other side of the things from the sounder, but there we go. All right, there it is. Uh, it's also the time we talk about one of my favorite parts of the week, where we actually talk about the psychos. Yes. Who walk among us on the face of the earth. And we have started a new series that we've been doing every week, new segment we call Psycho of the Week. Jen Winters is in for Common Man today. He is one of our psychos. Jen is also one of our psychos. So (laughs) we're all psychos here. Now, I want to remind everybody with Psycho of the Week, if you're saying, what about this guy who was an axe murderer? We have a problem. That's known. We have it with yes. judges and juries and lawyers, and they handle all that. Okay, we are looking for psychos who may not get prosecuted by anyone, but still, this is some psychopath behavior. Yes, 
Jen, why don't you do yours first, and then I'll and then okay. I'll tell mine. Okay? So this is uh, taking place in Yates, New York. Okay. A New York fertility doctor who was accused of using his own sperm to impregnate several patients died over the weekend when the hand-built airplane he was in fell apart mid-flight and crashed, mm. authorities said. Okay. Dr. Morris Wortman, 72, of Rochester, New York, was a passenger in the experimental aircraft that went down Sunday in a pasture in Orleans County. The pilot, Earl Luce Jr. of Brockport, was also killed. The crash of the aircraft, identified by the National Transportation Safety Board as a Whitman W-5 Buttercup airplane, remained under investigation Tuesday. Preliminary findings indicate that the wings of the aircraft became detached from the fuselage and fell to the ground in an orchard. The fuselage continued, oh God, west for another 1,000 to 1,500 yards before crashing. Um, a little little fun fact about uh, Dr. Wortman. He was a well-known OBGYN in Western New York, and he was sued in 2021 by the daughter of one of his patients who became pregnant in the 1980s. The lawsuit said the doctor secretly used his own sperm while telling the patient the donor had been a local medical student. Oh. It said the doctor kept the secret even after the daughter, his biological offspring, became his gynecology patient. Oh, no. The daughter discovered that Wortman was the donor after DNA genealogy tests revealed she had at least nine half-siblings, oh, her medical malpractice suit said. The civil lawsuit, which is pending in uh, court, said follow-up DNA testing with Wortman's daughter from his first marriage confirmed the genetic link. That is, uh, that's not a good story. That's horrible. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's terrible. That's, he's definitely a psycho. That's yes. psycho behavior. And you know what? I usually don't say this, but I'm glad he's dead. Yeah. I'm sorry about the other guy. I hope the other guy, that's too bad about the it's, other guy it's dying. It's too bad that that guy had to go down, but. Um, right. Well, don't give plane rides to psychos, yeah. I Rot, guess. Rotten hell, Dr. Yeah, Wortman. That's terrible. All right. This guy, I don't know if he's quite on that level, but in some ways, he may be even more psycho. Like, this is, this it's is unhinged so behavior. Weird. All right. This comes from New Delhi. Well, this is the New Delhi AP where they've written about this in India. A government official in India has been suspended from his job after he ordered a water reservoir to be drained. The whole reservoir. <laughs> you're talking millions of gallons of water pumped out of the reservoir. This is enough to irrigate at least 1,500 acres of land during India's scorching summer where it's uh, sometimes drought conditions in this part of India. The reason he gave for... Draining the reservoir? Yeah. He was taking a selfie of himself. Uh-huh. That's how those work. That's, yeah. With his cell phone, and he dropped it in the reservoir. Oh. So he then summoned divers to the Kirkata Dam in oh, central Indian God. state of Chhattisgarh earlier this week. According to the Times of India newspaper, food inspector Rajesh Vishwas was the one who dropped his phone in and then said, well, you know what? Let's get some divers out here to find my phone. So he employed divers who spent a few days looking for the phone. They could not find it. He said, it's very important you find this phone. It has sensitive government data. By sensitive government data, I mean his happy time website history. That's my guess. I'm just saying. That's me speculating. Or uh, pictures of of his happy time history. Who knows? Who knows what's there? Anyway, so he, he... they couldn't find the phone by diving. And they said, you know what? Then let's get the pumps. And also let's drain the reservoir. Okay. I don't know why I assume this guy is just looking at the porn pad all the time, but I do. Over the next three days, more than 2 million gallons of water were pumped from the reservoir. And this was all done just to get his phone back. 
Now, you're going to find this shocking. Okay. He told local media that the water in the reservoir was unusable for irrigation. And that he'd received permission from a senior official to drain it. Even though it's, I mean, it's water. Like, what did they put in it? Uranium? <laughs> Assuming it's not poisoned water, oh, you should still be able to use it to yes. irrigate the land. It's just going into the ground and it's going to cause oh, the crops oh to grow. God. Anyway, they found the smartphone and wouldn't you know it, it wouldn't even turn on because... Well, because it it's been submerged so in the freaking water. It's almost like when you drop your phone in a reservoir, you've just done lost your cell phone, dope. I'm going to need five 10-pound bags of rice to clean that thing up. You're going to need all kinds of stuff, right? Idiots. You put it in the bag of rice, hopefully it dries it out. I don't even know how that would work. I mean, I, don't, I know it does work for some phones. I'm just saying. This guy, this is, uh, what's his name? Rajesh Vishwas? Yeah. Like, not my guy. Not my guy. And I'm going to say Psycho of the Week. Yes. Because you drained a reservoir to get your cell phone back. And it didn't work. Idiot. 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 All right. I think that's enough of the Do you want to keep the Psycho theme going? I, lo- I actually, So I'm a massive Alfred Hitchcock fan. Mm-hmm. So I like, I love that. Can I tell you this? We I, had a, this is also a Psycho of the Week. Okay. We had a former program director here who was under the opinion that it might be better for our listeners if under every segment no. we just played music no. so that people would be like, well, I don't really enjoy what they're talking about, but hey, Sweet Home Alabama. And so that's what he wanted us to do. That's And we all said no. Well, that's stupid. He's not coming back since Platinum Fox left, is he? No, 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 no. This, okay, good. this person does not work here anymore. We'll never well, work here. Okay, no, I just, yes, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a scary thought. But that was the thought. That's was like, we really could, stupid. You could be listening to us talk about some sports and be like, hey, all right, so Buckeyes this weekend. I got to tell you, I'm not sold on Kyle McCord as a quarterback. I'm really concerned if they're going to be able to get the job done. In fact, Marvin Harrison Jr. had a couple drops. And if he doesn't pick it up, this offense is going to have to get a lot better. Hang on a second. Put some music on here for you. Yes, girl from Ipanema. Yeah, we're going to just... Anyway, Buckeyes, next week, big test on the road against Notre Dame. I can't even focus because she's singing in my right ear only. (laughs) (laughs) And the music's in my left. It's just so weird. Why would anyone think this is a good idea? I don't know. It's terrible. Well, you know, but what if you don't like this? You know what? Maybe it's not your song. Maybe instead what we do. You play Papa Roach, I'm going to knee you in the balls. No, of course not. Why would I do that? Anyway, Mm -hmm. Jen, the Guardians right now having a great game. Playing well. Back and forth action. (laughs) It's a lot of fun here. A lot of baseball going on. But let's talk about the Guardians rotation as we let Scott Stapp sing underneath of us. I just love how loud the music is. Yeah, well, this is, hey, listen, we've got to get the music going so people will listen to us, Jen. They need to listen to us. All right. Please, let's talk about baseball. Marlins I, baseball. No, you know what? Actually, I do have that song. I should have played I that. I love instead. the Marlins song. My bad. Well, I, we don't. We're running out of time. Okay, fine. Next segment. Timmy Hall. Oh, no, come Timmy. In. We'll play some music under him. I'm sure that'll be fun. I can't wait to, to talk to him about uh about the pro am. Oh yeah, he was out there. He was That's out right. There. All right, we'll talk about we'll talk about that next. We'll also get to the back page when we come back. It's Man and Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. We're still dealing with a closure in the area. I-70 westbound between I-71 East Split and U.S. 23. That's closed down completely due to an accident in that area. I-70 westbound closed right after that downtown exit. This report sponsored by Taco Bell. The Intorito is back at Taco Bell. Rewards members voted. And now the timeless tree returns again. Smothered in tangy red sauce. Covered in melted cheddar cheese and topped with nostalgia. Order the Intorito today on the Taco Bell app or website. at participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only while supplies last. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Final segment of the program. Now joining us, the host of the Buckeye Show. It is Timmy Hall. Jen Winters is in as well. Timmy, what's up, man? Oh, you guys. Winters bone. Good to see you again. (laughs) How was it out at the Pro-Am? Pretty good. Pretty good. I had to go and do some reconnaissance work. Really, I just wanted an excuse to spend more hours out at Muirfield Village Golf Club because this is the week. It's just, it's so fast, too. You know, it's, they start showing up on Monday. Yeah. The PGA Tour, I can't even imagine the lifestyle of being on tour or even being one of the guys that covers PGA Tour golf for their career where you're like, you got to be like George Clooney up in the air. You don't really even need a place. You could get one of those fake oh, addresses yeah. like they do in North Dakota and just travel around and have everything paid for and the per diems, the hotels, because it's just rolls from week to week, Monday yeah. to Sunday, and then it's on to the next town. Must be nice. You know what? Right. I never thought of that, but you're right. Like a PGA golfer and a long haul trucker have very different, <laughs> yes. but in some ways similar lifestyles yeah. where it's like, where are we headed to this week? Well, I don't know, but I got to get there by this time. And then you got a lot of stuff to do. And then you're just, as soon as you're done, you head back to the next place. And you might have a couple days where you see a place you call home. Right. But then you're right back on the road or in the air. And this is part of what they wanted to fight for. So they didn't have to play in as many events throughout a year, which is why they're going to elevate some of these events, get all the best players in the world to play. I would think the writers, though, no matter the level of events, if there is one, You pretty much need to be covering it unless you're taking time off. But the golfers, you're right, though. In the thick of it, not unlike a rock band that's on a tour, that's in the middle of a tour. Oh, sure. Just living away from home for the whole, like, three or four month, you know, spot there. That's a weird thing because, like, going to a few concerts here in the last month or so, I follow some of these bands on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, and it boggles my mind because they're traveling via bus, right? They're not flying in and out. They're not that level of rock band that they're just flying to each city and all their stuff arrives with them. They're, they're on a giant tour bus, probably very nice tour bus. Someone else is driving it, but they're still driving Mm -hmm. along roads. Yeah. And it's like tonight they're in wherever Cincinnati, the next night it's Detroit. The night after that, it's St. Louis. The night after that they're in Kansas city. And then it's like a week later they're in in California, California, right? You're like, Oh, God, they've just been driving and playing shows for like a week straight, and they've done this for three months. And I don't I don't think we process that when you watch a band no. live and you're like, oh, wow, that was a good show, or eh, they didn't play as well as I thought they should. And it's like, yeah, because they hit Exhaustion. a pothole yesterday yeah. outside of Junction City or wherever, and they it slowed them down, and they all had a bad night of sleep. They probably, the bigger bands, they certainly got to hit the, the jets for the long trip, right? Sure, and then let the buses yeah. catch oh, yeah. up. Like, they, like if you're in Columbus and then you're going to switch to a West Coast version of the tour, of course, you're yeah. getting a flight out to L.A. You're not taking yeah. that bus trip. No, I wouldn't think so. Not if I'm in the Eagles or something like that. I'm just saying, if they're routing the tour that way, and you see night after night, they're playing all these shows. Oh, yeah, they're just bopping around. Yeah, they're not flying. From Detroit to Columbus, yeah, they're just hopping on the bus and getting down here. One other thought, because I think the the 
PGA guys, rock stars have this too, but PGA guys for sure, when they show up, everything's top notch, right? They get they get off the plane, which is probably a private jet or something very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they then jets, are, wheels up. They're getting car picked service. up by a car that yeah. is extremely nice. They are then driven to a building that is very nice for their residence. They're staying either in a nice yeah. house or Villa a very or nice what? hotel or yeah. something. Then they're going to a clubhouse that's extraordinarily nice. They're playing golf, which is high pressure. I'm not saying that. Oh, yeah. But then I'm the type of person that would be like, I, I don't need all this. I always am like, you don't have to go all this out. I would have a tough time being, I would take me years to get used to like, no, 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 it has to be this nice. It's the PGA Tour. You're expecting it to be this nice. I don't think I could ever become the guy who's like, this is this is not up to my level. How dare you? Yeah, like, I, think I, the, I think the level is fine. You know, no, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm not sure, against it. I'm, I'm saying sure most guys just appreciate, you know, yeah. they, they, they understand that they're getting to play golf for a living. They had to work really, really hard to get to that spot. But yeah, like they are, they're going out there and performing. They're walking these courses. It is, I can't imagine just the amount of rounds that these guys log. Um, yeah. And yeah. they're still able to keep up that high level of performance. Like, I mean, you or I, we would go out there and play 36 holes in a weekend. We would be dog tired. They are doing it, trying to play 72 holes in a four day span. And then all the practice and preparation that comes in the Monday, well, yeah, Tuesday, they Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, up to the tournament. They're out there at the range for two hours. Or playing and then they're pro-am playing because yeah. the sponsors need you to, Yeah, you know, and you got to be happy. When you're playing in that pro-am. Wow. Yeah, you're right. It's a grind. <laughs> yeah. Grinding it out there. I love it, though. This is a yeah. great week. This is for me and from the look of it for a lot of people in central Ohio, oh. whether they're diehard golf fans or not, they get so much traffic through the gates there. This was Wednesday. I couldn't believe how many thousands and thousands of fans were up there enjoying the nice hot weather, which is up your alley bone. Yes, but I'm excited about that. It's just that. a great sports week. I'm so excited for it yeah. tomorrow. We're all going to be out there all weekend long. Timmy's going to be there Thursday, Friday with me. Jen will be out there this weekend, so come say hi. We will be out at uh, Muirfield this entire weekend, so make sure you see us. Timmy, what's coming up on the shortened Buckeye show tonight? So we got a good hour to get some stuff in before crew tonight. Kick time season. That's raging on. We got something for everybody. It's a unique four-game start to the season in terms of broadcasts. We'll talk about that. We cover all things from what the assistants had to say at the Woody yesterday. Ohio State staff updating us on storylines going into the summer. And a talented Buckeye in the league that, in my opinion, deserves a little more help than he's been getting. And Dave Holmes, live from the Memorial. Today. Nice. There you go. Very nice. Uh, an hour of the Buckeye show. Then you have crew taking on Orlando at the LDC. You and then it's on the No, I'm not getting in out there. This Cheap tickets tonight. Oh, I know. I'd love to go. It's a sellout. I, it's a sell again, I think. It's another sellout over there. Yeah, yeah. On the another. on the on the second hand market though, we can we can get into the Nordeca, no problem. Oh, good, perfect. Let's go. <laughs> I would, but I got stuff tonight. No, I got kids. Cancel it. I got kids. Yeah. I got stuff. I can't get there. Give them a bowl of water and leave some food out. <laughs> That's good. They're fine. That's good. Oh. That's, just, that's not causing any trauma whatsoever. You're exactly right. We'll do it. Lock the door. I'm going to listen to Chris Doran on the fan yeah. calling the game. Yeah, and then you will. on the money after that. That's a Matt Andrews comment if I ever heard one. Yeah, you will. <laughs> there you go. Back page. Let's do it.
Oh no! Oh, oh no! He screwed it up. Oh, what you let's do? The back page. The back page with Common Man and T Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call one eight hundred Cooling. What a bleep show! All That's right, Jen, okay. go ahead. We're now just gonna it's blasting our ears yeah, out. It's like, oh Listen my god, that. calm it's down. Bleeding. Go ahead, Timmy's. Timmy's got a problem with loud noises. That's why he can't go to rock well, concerts anymore. Um, so this is this is just good news, just for me and maybe the, the greater good. Danny Masterson has been found guilty in the retrial of his rape case. Oh, there you go. So thank goodness. Hey, justice prevails. What yes. do you know? That's so, um, yeah, he faces a potential sentence of thirty years to life in prison. They should have made it seven. They should have made it seventy years to life, just like just that, for the that sake that of the 70s show. show. That seventy yeah. sentence, yeah, is what yeah. they should have made that. So, All right. Well, see you anyway. later, Danny. Rotten yeah. hell. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> see, that's that's why Jen brings the energy oh, to the man. show. That we, Hi, that's right. I just want to fight people. <laughs> well, hey, Danny and Cosby hanging out in the afterlife. No, oh, no, oh, in the afterlife. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. maybe Bill's out there living his best life. You know, he wants to go out on tour. Oh God, yeah, I won't be seeing. Bill Cosby. Well, he's still, he won't be he's still going to hell. I mean, he's blind. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I'm talking about. I forgot he's blind. <laughs> good, re- good reminder, Jen. Yeah. Thanks for that. All right. Well, get your eyes checked and don't be I'm a horrible person. Week. See you at the memorial. Yeah. We'll see you all out there. And yeah, enjoy the Buckeye Show next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Want to give you an accident update? I-70 westbound between I-71 Eastwood and US-23 there. That was completely closed down. That accident just cleared. Roadway has reopened. Still slow traffic moving through that area as things return back to normal. Still going to see delays. This report sponsored by Discover. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled the cash back from trips. Restaurants all doubled Seriously, though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. It's a fan action update. Download the Superbook Sports app or visit Superbook.com and start making your bets today. Think you know the exact series result in the NBA Finals? Nuggets in five games is the favorite at plus 190. Nuggets in a sweep is plus 425. Think the series is going the distance? Nuggets in seven is four to one. Heat in seven is 12 to one. Biggest long shot is the Heat in a sweep at 50 to one. For your Superbook action update, I'm Scotty Vegas. From the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The fan.